Dirty Sports Podcast. I am Andy Ruther, coming to you live from the Smut Studio in Venice Beach, California, with my co-host, Joey No Chill Prano. Hello, Andy. You're back. I'm back. Uh, for anybody that didn't tune into the uh, live pre-show on YouTube, I recommend you going and checking that out on uh, on YouTube, because Andy uh, showed a... Uh, Picture he ordered from South Korea of a naked Aaron Hernandez. He's not naked. He's no, just shirtless. He's 100%. You don't know that. He's shirtless. You have no idea whether or not he's wearing pants. Now, I walked in and I was wondering, are you going for the full LeBron James look? Is basketball season here and now you're going with LeBron? You're sort of going with like, you've got, you got your crew cut and now you're letting the beard grow in? You look like when somebody plays like a fisherman in a movie. You look like you look like an extra in The Perfect Storm. It's funny because Yoshi last night, he goes, you could play a cop with that look, which I didn't know if I agreed with. Yeah. Because cops are more clean shaven. You, I mean, yeah. undercover, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I shaved the head. It's coming up on three weeks ago. I haven't shaved 15, 16 days. And... Normally, I, I I get too anxious and antsy, but I said, you know what? Let's just let's see. Let's challenge myself and see if I can go like thirty days without shaving. Well, here's my advice: if you're going to do this, I think I need to clean it up. Well, sure, but you don't have to yet. You're okay, but have your boy uh, Trippy take down the hair and let the beard go. Go full LeBron because I think that's a good look. Beard thicker beard than hair top. I want to keep the. You don't top. want it all grown out together. I know. I want to keep the top though. I just maybe fade out the sides. Mm. I think I think take it back down, bro. I think that's a good look. Otherwise, you're going like full Jack Johnson or something here. Like, I mean, you're not singing rodeo clowns. Come on. I uh, I'm not sure what I'm doing just yet. But yeah, I'm, I'm trying something new. I mean, I got I got a lot. You've been trying something new every week for like the past year. What's sort of, what are you searching for? I, I'm bored lately. It's what it is. It's a good. That's a good point though, and I know it. I thought about it today. It's funny seeing it grow out, though. I have so many grays in my goatee. The last time I grew out facial hair for more at this length was when I lost that bet. Dude, that was... That was... Uh, shit, that was three years ago. The Bryce Harper bet. Yeah. You had to get the douche Harper cut. Yeah. I forget what that one was even over. So many bets, Joe. I know. I came across a sheet of paper today of... Bets you and I have. I don't even know what the bets were, like what we made. Antonio Brown versus Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Russell Wilson being on the Seahawks in 2019. That's a bet you'll probably lose, but I don't even think we made any bet on it. Russell Wilson versus Philip Rivers. You remember yeah, that one? Sure. I mean, I'm assuming I bet on Philip Rivers. You did. <laughs> so I think I got that one. Eh, I don't know about that. <laughs> Well, if Russell keeps up his 178 yards a game, he might catch him in 2055. No, actually, Russell, through seven seasons, will be right there. 
I, I saw you taking digs on Twitter, which I didn't really get about all that. No, I think you got it. But I didn't because the he, ran, C, the he, C, he ran for 90 yards and they lost. He went. He 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 essentially played right into the hands of Sean McVay. Sean McVay. I don't know if he outsmarted Russell Wilson or if he outsmarted uh, Pete Carroll. But Ru- Russ throwing the ball, completing 17 passes and running 90 yards against the highest powered offense in football. Yeah, we'll take that. Yeah. Cool. That was, but, the, but are you not understanding the strategy of the Seahawks was to run the ball? Fucking crushed it. To They did. They got 270 yeah. yards. And they lost against a team that has the highest powered offense in the NFL. Awesome strategy. Run the ball. Every, every time you feel pressure, QB run. But, but hold on a Go second. Go for it. Hold on a second. I'm talking about run the ball in general. The strategy of the Seahawks, which makes sense as, we're watching, as I'm watching the game live, is we can't stop... The Rams offense yep. to the point that Carroll kicked an onside kick when they're down two with 10 minutes yep. to go. Right. Yeah. So their strategy is keep the ball away from the Rams offense as much as possible. Yeah. And they rushed for 270 yards. Yeah. And they lost. That. OK. But, and the great part. Of, and, but but and, I'm, not, I'm not questioning whether the, the loss. I'm questioning whether it was a smart strategy from Pete Carroll. Well, clearly not because they couldn't keep up with them offensively. And also. A great strategy if you're going to run the ball a ton, which they did very effectively, is to open up passes downfield, which they never did, and they haven't done the entire season. So, yeah, good so- solid strategy if you want to lose. Well, they were in the game the whole time on the road. I mean, as far as I'm concerned, as someone who watched the game, I thought they played it well. I questioned his onside kick. When they're down two points with ten minutes to go, that's a very risky move. But all in all, I mean, you're, you're acting like it was a blowout when, at the end of the day, the Seahawks had the ball in the Rams' 18-yard line, yep. down by five. Yeah. But they outplayed them also for a lot of the games. The Rams didn't play their best game, and they still lost because they. I mean, Russell Wilson ran the ball. How many times did he rush? Twelve times. Nine. Yeah. Like for, for ninety yards, yeah. I th- th- but this is this is where I don't understand your rationale. Whether it's Russell or Cam or whoever, if he's ever- here's the rationale: the Rams' secondary fucking sucks. Well, so so do so. At, so do at, their linebackers at, at nine yards a clip. This is the best news ever for a team whose defensive backs stink. We're gonna give up a nine yards a rush every time Russell decides to take off downfield instead of him throwing it. But, but again, I don't see what you're not seeing. Their point is they don't even want to score quickly. The, the Seahawks, I believe even on the first drive, they might have thrown the ball once. They're trying to eat up the clock to keep it away from the Rams' offense. I don't see how you're not seeing that. No, I am seeing that. I understand it. But you also, like, it, we're acting like they didn't just lose in a shootout. Fucking, was that last week? To the Saints? Like, there is... The, They've they've lost one game and it was a team that threw the ball all over the, all over them. So if your strategy is win, maybe you should follow that method. But the Seahawks also in the first game what, rushed. What would you say that the what would you say yards. if the the Rams had a defensive strength it would be getting to the quarterback. That's their biggest strength. Their defensive line. But but not. I've watched the Rams all year, and any analyst will say this. Their, their strength is not the run. It's sacking the quarterback. Does that right. make sense? Yeah. Like, their 
they give up a shit ton of yards rushing, too. That's why I said last episode, I believe if the Rams' defense doesn't change, like, I don't know if they'd win a playoff game. I know that sounds crazy, but... Well, it depends who they played in the playoffs. It, it definitely does, but I think they have a very porous defense, and it shows the last few weeks. And I'll be real curious to see what happens on Monday against Kansas City. Oh, yeah. I mean, I'm pretty surprised. I don't know if you followed the line. And, you know, we'll get to this later in the show, but the spread... The Chiefs were two-and-a-half-point favorites. Now They were? In Mexico City. Okay. Now the Rams are three-and-a-half. Got it. So that's a that's a big swing. Yeah, it's huge, a five point huge swing. swing. I don't think that's—I think that's a little ridiculous. I agree. Yeah. Especially the way their defense has been playing. But we will get to that when we make our picks. Coming out the gate strong. But you were at the game. Was it tough to watch your boy lose? No. I was still rooting for the Rams. Were you? I was. Now, what's so Seahawks are have what? They have five losses now? Yeah, it's not looking good for me. They have let me put it this way. They have to go five and two down the stretch. And they obviously have to win tomorrow, which this this will drop on audio tonight against the Packers. Right. Which you never want to get a bet against Aaron Rodgers. But yeah. I might owe you a hundred bucks. It's fine. I'm not even worried about it. I mean, like, you know what I'll do? I'll give you that hundred dollars and I'll say, motherfucker, now take me to all you can eat sushi. Yeah. Like I'm the, not even wor- I'm not even worried about the hundred bucks. I just I, I'm looking forward to the decline from the nine and seven to the eight and eight to the seven and nine to the But I'm not that worried. Because I have I have I have everything on my side as far as facts, where where my boy is at this point. Fucking play the lights out game. You know what he does? He does a lot of he does a lot of uh He does a lot of bailing from the pocket early. No, he does scrambling. a lot of great things and he does a lot of like dude, you're going to you're going to have some good plays, you're going to have some bad plays. It's very it's like Brett Favre without the interceptions. Does he get sacked too much? Yeah. But he also gets a lot of good plays. But I don't I don't want to go down that fucking rabbit hole again. We have so much great shit to talk about. We can get to that when we cover the actual NFL. We got the Lakers game on in the background. I see the YouTube comments. People are asking. We are. We're watching the Lakers game. Yep. In the background against the Trailblazers. The third time they played already. Did you know, I know. that? I did know that. Yes. Like I don't know what's going on with the scheduling. Yeah. The, uh, the NBA has been weird like that all year. Uh, I think the... I'm trying to think of who the Knicks have played like multiple times. Like I think the Knicks have fucking three games with the Hawks already or some nonsense like that. Um or or maybe both of their games this year with the Hawks. Like it's it's been weird. There have been a bunch of games that it seems like they're stockpiling games to get them out of the way or something so they can have, I don't know, marquee games Christmas on or something. Not that Trailblazers Lakers isn't kind of a marquee game. Yeah. I mean it is on ESPN. Sure. But well, Joe, you leave, you head up to the Bay, and then all hell breaks loose from the Bay Area team. Yeah. The Warriors, man. I fucking love it. I love it from multiple uh, angles. First of all, fuck the Warriors. I've never been a Draymond Green fan. I mean, I like his attitude on the court in terms of his intensity, but 
I mean, the dick punching and kicking, the shit talking. It's like you're a fucking, you know, you're the fourth best player on your team and you do the most talking. And then him, I mean, just like infighting on the Warriors. Uh, Kevin Durant going to be a free agent. You know, there's already talks about him coming to the Knicks, his his agent wanting to be the Knicks' next GM. Like, I'm all on board on all kinds of anger with Kevin Durant and him not getting along with Draymond, and well, I love it. I actually watched that game. Was- well, what the fuck is Draymond Green doing? Well, that's what I was just going to say. Here, here's a better, forget Kevin Durant. Give it to anybody. Yeah. What were you going to do if you hadn't turned the ball over? No, I agree. I watched that game, and it's a tie game. And I'm thinking, you know, if somebody's just watching, you're like, what? What is Draymond Green doing? Why is he dribbling the ball down the court? Yeah. Bro, you got Clay Thompson, Kevin Durant. Like, what are you doing? But you know what the other thing is? And I like Steve Kerr. And I think Steve Kerr's a good basketball coach. Yeah. But... I think Steve Kerr, I think a lot of people, I, I like him as a person. I like him, you know, what he's been able to do with the Warriors. A lot of people suck his dick because he's won, you know, championships with the best fucking team. Call a fucking timeout, dude. Like, yeah. why, why, is, why is Draymond Green dribbling the ball up the uh, court like a maniac? How does that not set you off? The, like, okay, let's just calm this down right now. So they got in a fight. Basically, right there. Yeah. Do you know what was said? I mean, I've I what I've heard is that Draymond called Kevin Durant a bitch, right? Well, here's. Do we have like NBA lip reading? Yeah, I think we do. Um. Oh, this is saying it couldn't be recounted. Hold on, I th- I thought I pulled. I mean, it's been pretty widely reported that you know him. Saying Katie was a bitch is, you know, the the important fact of the story. Well, look, regardless, teams go through this shit. I will say that, like, but they suspend Draymond for a game. Yeah, they they have a press conference or they ask KD if he's sorted out. He says no. Like this is next level shit. Now it it is a. I made a perfect storm reference before, but this is a perfect storm of lunatic asshole meets soft guy, super fucking sensitive pussy face who is probably who has probably spent every minute that he wasn't at a basketball court Instagramming and tweeting as a fake accounts that Draymond's actually the bitch. And if it weren't for him wanting to grab other dudes dicks. They'd have four fucking titles and blah, blah, blah. Like, I mean, it is a super perfect storm of lunatic and soft-ass bitch. Yeah. Well, even before all this happened, everybody was already saying KD is done with the Warriors. Here's, Here's my take on it. KD, this was all basically planned out. Like, not this fight. I'm saying his career, because we all know KD's obsessed with social media, right? He's obsessed with Twitter. I think going into the whole Warriors thing, his whole thing was, oh, everybody on Twitter, all they care about is fucking championships. Like, he sees that. He sees all the 
dumbass Kobe Bryant, Dick Riders, all the Jordan slurpers. He sees all those people coming to LeBron all the time. You know, oh, you know, your record in the finals versus Kobe's, blah, blah, blah. Durant is, is thinking long term here. I think he was thinking, hey, I get my three chips. But well, why is three? Why is three the number? Look at LeBron. LeBron's got three. Because I think he thinks he gets his three and then gets out. Because in Durant's head, oh, in 10, 20 years, people are going to forget that I joined the best team ever who just came off 73 wins. Right. And who knows? Well, he's probably right, though. Exactly. I mean, a lot of people, you know, have forgotten that Michael Jordan didn't win a single fucking playoff series until Scottie Pittman showed up. A lot of people are for, have forgotten that Kobe Bryant missed the playoffs and fucking lost in the first round when Shaq left and before Gasol returned. Uh, a lot of people fucking forget, you know, uh, that Robert Ory's got fucking seven rings. Like, yeah. a lot of people forget a lot of shit, and he's probably right. And that's what I think his mentality But the thing was. is, is why three, though? LeBron, the arguably the best player ever, disrespected daily. Has three. And then I saw something else today about KD trying to join LeBron. I mean, obviously, these stupid reports are going to happen nonstop. Right. And then also them trying to lure Anthony Davis for a new big three. Great. Good. I mean, I don't think, first of all, that that will happen. Yeah. I don't think... Um, I don't think, I think it's hard to find Kevin Durant is a very specific kind of, he's the second best basketball player on planet earth when he decides to join a 73 win team. LeBron James, again, never fucking, you know, he joined mediocre teams at best. Now he teamed up with guys, but like there was never a who is the biggest star on this team question Yeah, ever. That is a question with this Warriors team, which I think haunts him. And who knows? Like, I'm not sure you're going to find an Anthony Davis that's going to be like, yeah, I want to be the third guy on that team. You know what I mean? Like, Anthony Davis in two years, right now, whenever, might be better than one or both of them. Yeah. So it's hard to like say, oh, you're going to join a team and be the third banana to two of these guys who have – it's like that only happened because Kevin Durant is so fucking soft. So I can't imagine that they'll ever be able to do that again. And Kevin Durant already looks like it's wearing him down. He's on the internet fucking arguing that he's not a snake and that he's not a bitch. And now he's fighting with teammates. I think the idea – and I don't know if it's the Knicks – or if it's the Wizards, where he's from. I mean, he's, he was wearing a Redskins hat last night. Um, I think Kevin Durant's move is going to be a lot like he learned a lesson similar to the way LeBron James learned a lesson. LeBron James learned that everybody hated the decision. And it seems like five, 10 years later or whatever, we're, we're coming on 10 years later, that people still hate him from the decision. They do. That's it. Otherwise, what do you hate him for? So I think Kevin Durant, the same way LeBron was like, the only way I can make this right is to go back to Cleveland. Kevin Durant's only move is going to be to either go to a shitty team and and revive the franchise, Knicks, Wizards, whatever, 
uh, hope that they fucking start a Seattle franchise. And he goes and he brings fucking basketball back to Seattle. Goes, I don't know, but I think he, I think his thing is that now he's gonna go somewhere and bring, you know, the legitimacy to some franchise that hasn't had it for a while. Yeah. I think that's going to be his move. Either that or he's just going to stay there and stockpile rings because why three? Why not four? Why not five? Kobe never got four in a row. Jordan never got four in a row. Who's the last team to win four in a row? I have no fucking idea. Was it like those Celtics teams back in the 50s, 60s? Yeah, I imagine. With uh, Bill Russell? Uh, Yeah, I would think that it has to be. I mean, they won 11 in 13 years, so there's four in a row there somewhere. Yeah. But he's not the GOAT because um, ring chasing, like the ring counters are lost. <laughs> I mean, did you see? Uh, did you see one of the dirt balls fall for uh, sports talk guy? W- what is it, Barry McCockner? Yeah, sports talk Joey. And I tweet, I tweeted at him, and he wrote back, "Sorry guys, I'm like you're fooling our fans. They're sliding what? into our DMs." What did they? What did he fall for? He or she? He wrote a uh, he wrote a tweet. Let me actually let me pull it up. I, ironically, a lot of people you know think that's you. Yeah, which is funny because the guy trashes Eli Manning all the time. He wrote. Uh, let me see. What did he write? God damn it! Let me see if I can find it. Oh, he wrote. <laughs> Sports talk, sports talk. Joey wrote. Sources tell ESPN that Kevin Durant was too scared to go in the locker room while Green was there. He waited in his car until Green left. Very tough scene, which could be plausible, by the way. Yeah. You know that dude started a podcast. Oh yeah. Is he ever going to reveal himself? Probably not. But he keeps getting suspended on Twitter. Really? Yeah. He, he, I don't follow it. I just see people retweet it. He already has backup accounts now. Yeah. Well, we got to talk about the Clippers, our other hometown team here. They're playing well, Prano. We, we like to shit on Doc Rivers. I mean, they're 8-5. and five. They've beaten the Bucks and the Warriors back-to-back. Yeah. How are they 8-5 and five is the question. Well, I think that they're 8-5 and five because, like... Here's the thing. Three years ago, if they're eight and five with Chris Paul and Blake Griffin, everybody's like, well, they're not fucking, you know, they're okay, but they're not. It's like they're good now because they don't have some superstar that's causing all kinds of fucking mayhem. They're, they have basically, it's just like a role player bonanza. I think their top three scorers are Tobias Harris. Lou uh, Williams. Lou Williams and Gallinari? Yeah, Gallinari. I looked today. They have, I believe, I looked earlier. I think they have four guys who average double figures. Yeah. So it's, it's a total team. I mean, Pat Beverly, obviously a defensive guy. But, like, yeah. they're eight and five. Or Tot. Like, they got yeah. all these pieces. Boban, yeah. Yeah. They're eight and five for the same reason that they're, like, not a threat to anybody in the playoffs. Sure. Because everybody's contributing. But they don't have any. They don't have a go-to. I mean, Lou Williams is a great scorer. He's not even leading their team in scoring, um, and he. But he has the ability to like get his on any given night. But like, who has a better record at the end of the year, Lakers or Clippers? 
probably the Lakers, honestly. Yeah. I mean, what are the Lakers that aren't the Lakers at seven and six right now? Or? Yeah. So if they win tonight, they're eight and six. Yeah. Uh, I mean, the Clippers lose. Like, I I just don't I I don't see the Clippers having long term success with that kind of because now you're just like one guy gets hurt. Like you're a Gallinari TMS incident away from fucking. Oh, your third leading scorer goes down. And sure, laying on the floor for the rest and of the not season. Not to mention, like you always say, come playoff time, you start matching up the best player on the court versus the second best yeah. player on the court, and those are all basically like you said, role player guys, guys who have contributed on other teams, but as one whole, how good are they going to be? Right. And just over the course of the season, everything kind of averages out with, you know. Just your star player. I think now's the perfect time to make a bet with Sam Tripoli. Oh, get in on it. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. He wanted plus eight with me. I said, get out of here to start the year. What, plus eight Clippers-Lakers? Yeah, I was like, dude, that's a, that's a massive. No way. I'm just, yeah. I would not take Just that. make some absurd bet with him now head-to-head. Just like, hey, straight up, here on out. Like, let's go. He's he's probably jizzing in his pants over it. Yeah. You know what I mean? But I think he, you know, I think he still has to shove a hot dog up his ass. So Right. Sam is amazing. Like it's amazing how lost that dude is with some of his like hot, like he was on the Dave Roberts's fucking doesn't know what he's doing train. I've said it a million times. Dave Roberts is the Doc Rivers of baseball. Like he he couldn't be more like he that's the perfect comparison. And meanwhile, he's like still a Doc slurper somehow. Anybody that thinks Doc's competent at this point, like at, at what like. In what form? Like, oh, ne- suddenly, like, this is how competent Doc is. This is precisely how competent Doc Rivers is. When he gets a team to 8 and 5, 13 games in the season, they're lead stories on pa- on podcasts. We got to talk about the Clippers. They're three games over 500. Yeah, that's a good point. How's Doc doing it? It's a good point. Like, they're always. I don't know. He played a couple teams on back to backs. Well, I was actually on our favorite ticket app, SeatGeek. I'm going to pull it up right now. Clippers tickets are so cheap. Let's see what we got here. Clippers. How cheap do you think Clippers tickets are? Uh, I bet you could get, what, I mean, like, decent seats or just, like, the lowest in the building? The lowest in the building. Tomorrow night, I'm on CQ $21. Tickets for tomorrow's Spurs at Clippers are starting at $10. Wow. $10, guys. I love this because I got my CQ gap right here, and you know what I can do? I can see exactly where I'm sitting in the Staples Center. Ten dollars. That's. I mean, I just used SeatGeek on Monday to go to the Giants Monday Night Football win over the Niners. You know, it's great because if you haven't listened to our show before and you're new, or if you have listened and you haven't used the code, you guys get twenty dollars off your first SeatGeek purchase. So if you buy two tickets and you go to November 15th, Clippers-Spurs game out here in L.A. You make money? You break even. <laughs> yeah. You break even, guys. So just download the... Free! C- <laughs> just download the SeatGeek app and enter promo code DIRTY today. That's promo code DIRTY for $20 off your first SeatGeek purchase. SeatGeek, life's an event. We have the tickets. Can we also talk... I mean, if we're going to talk L.A. basketball, we got to talk that the Lakers have won... Have the Lakers won three straight, or did they lose their last game? They've won three in a row. Ever since Tyson Chandler. Yeah. And now they're up 
in this game. Lonzo Ball just hit a three. Tyson Chandler, fucking difference maker. They show the stat before the game started. I believe the Lakers are giving up. Like 12 less points a game? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Some some nonsensical it, shit like, like that? I think it was either 10 or 13 less points a game. Which is, so here's like. I mean, he made that block at the end of the Hawks yeah. game. We'll, we'll talk about, this is going to transition nicely into our next NBA story. But that is not Tyson Chandler blocking six more shots a game or stopping six more drives defensively. All it is is a fucking attitude change. Yeah. All it is is a guy who gives a shit being on the court, a, a guy who gives a shit even defensively, being like, do this, do this, like being an inspiration, uh, being a fucking difference maker in practice, teaching young guys things. What is that the complete opposite of? Carmelo Anthony, garbage human, like he is a hefty bag. He he has he is a black hefty bag with a fucking you know cinch tie headband. He's full of trash. And I have heard people. I've heard people saying like Carmelo Anthony's getting dragged through the mud. Like he was a great player. Uh, how dare Tracy McGrady say he should retire? Well, because he's he's was not a great player. Well, his his little butt buddies. D. Wade and LeBron, they're out here on Twitter defending him. Yeah, and guess what? The Lakers aren't going to sign him, and the Heat aren't going to sign him. LeBron could get anybody he wants to fucking come on the Lakers. Dwayne Wade could get any fucking veteran minimum guy who gets released to come on the Heat. That Both of those players have that kind of voice in their organization, and he's not going to show up there. Why? Because they can defend their boy all they want because who knows what fucking production company deals they all have going on or the fucking travel agent they work with for banana boat trips in the winter has to keep them all fucking hanging together. But he ain't good. And he's and what did he do? He fucking ruined the team that had the best record in all of basketball last year. Oh, and he's a scapegoat. He's not a scapegoat. He brings a terrible attitude. He's a bad person. He's a bad teammate. And he's ruined the fucking Rockets. And he should retire. He should fucking retire. Because he's garbage. And he's and here's the thing. He's pretty much always been garbage. I don't want to hear about this fucking team he was on that almost made a fucking what? Like, almost made a series in the Western Conference Finals once? Oh, the Knicks team he turned around that then got shit on by the Indiana Pacers that he was this fucking points per game score? He is every... The the NBA changed. And every single team that's successful now says, the only way to not play basketball anymore... If you want to win, is the only way that Carmelo Anthony plays basketball. He is a poster child for how not to NBA. That's what he is. Do not play how this guy plays. So how good was he? Oh, he scored a bunch of points? How good was he when the entire league is now going, the only way not to play is the way this guy plays? If you're going to play that way, you're going to lose. Yeah. I mean, you make all good points, and they're true. Guys, what is his legacy at this point? This whole argument, like he was so good. I got to read Dwayne Wade's tweet from three days ago. 
D-Wade tweets, trying to make my guy Carmelo the fall guy, huh? Man, you all need to stop. That's the easy way out instead of addressing what the real problem. Well, what is the real problem, Dwayne? Because like Joe said, they go from the best record in the NBA to they suck. Let me let me OKC suddenly gets worse with the addition of him and they also added Paul George. It's like what Let me ask you a question. Why if you had if you had to give me one reason that in the last two seasons before this the Rockets and James Harden were so much a different team than they were prior to those two years. Both the player and the team. Why? What was the reason? Wait, can you repeat it? Sorry, I was, I was looking at something. In the last two seasons, James Harden went from basically the MVP, from whatever, their eighth seed, to you know runner-up to the MVP, then yeah. the MVP, best record in basketball, they lose a game. They lose a game seven because Chris Paul got hurt. What What was the turning point there? What What changed prior to that happening? With them losing or to now? To before they got good. What is the sole? If you had to boil it down to one reason that they suddenly got fucking good and he suddenly became an MVP. Well, well, you know your boy, my boy Mike D'Antoni, who Carmelo Anthony ran out of fucking New York, forced him to resign. The fall guy? Yeah, he was the fall guy in New York. Yeah. Mike D'Antoni hates Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony plays the worst kind of basketball for Mike D'Antoni. Why was he, is he the fall guy? Because the only reason the Rockets are good is because Carmelo Anthony ran Mike D'Antoni out of New York. So now we're surprised that, that fucking Carmelo Anthony doesn't work on the Rockets and that their team is completely different and that the attitude in the locker room has shifted and that, yeah, he is a fall guy because he fucking stinks and Mike D'Antoni hates him and Mike D'Antoni made this team the fucking best team in basketball last year. So what the fuck are we talking about? This isn't, I'm not, I'm not, I don't have to bring out a fucking magnifying glass and go fucking Inspector Gadget to figure out what the fuck happened. Carmelo Anthony's the devil. And Mike D'Antoni is our Lord and Savior. <laughs> I mean, what are we talking about? This is like we already did this. Lynn Sanity, Amare being a fucking MVP candidate, a full rebuild, a full turnaround of the New York Knicks. And then what? Carmelo Anthony comes, and suddenly we're talking about how fucking they uh, disappointing second round loss to the Pacers and uh, resigning, and now how then he's resigning for money, and then they're a dumpster fire, and then they lose the most games in franchise history. Oh, 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 you wanted to make the Carmelo the fall guy in New York too? Yeah, yeah, I do. I want to make him the fall guy in New York. We had the guy who's turned out yet. Yeah, Turned around another team, come in and start turning us around. And then what happened? Carmelo Anthony got there. George Carl hates Carmelo Anthony. Mike D'Antoni hates Carmelo Anthony. How many Hall of Fame coaches do you hate Mike uh, hate Carmelo Anthony? All of them. Carmelo Anthony is a fucking asshole. Well, w- and and again, it's the exact same thing about I said about Tyson Chandler. Whether or not he has the talent, the ability, the physical 
capabilities to do what some of these guys do is neither here nor there. He doesn't do it. He has a shit attitude. He's selfish. He's a fucking garbage locker room guy. He's a coach killer. He's a fucking chemistry killer. He's the devil. Carmelo Anthony is the devil. That's it. That's our title. And it's a fact. (laughs) And how are the Rockets doing since he got sick and then got cut? But he's still on the roster. Yeah, and he's not fucking playing, and they're winning. But that's what I was going to say. Where we see it play out is when they do officially cut him, he's no longer on the team. If they start winning again... Daryl Morey, by the way, follows me on Twitter. And I DM'd him... A couple years ago, I was like, dude, come on the Sports Podcast. We got to talk. I want. He's like, oh, I'm so busy, blah, blah, blah. He follows me. I don't know how he follows me. I don't know if he follows me from Coach D'Antoni or what. But here's, here's the position I want in the NBA. I just want an office that's next to Daryl Morey's office where I can hear his phone calls. And I'm not going to do anything. I'm going to fucking put fantasy football on. I'm going to fucking hang out. And then every time this fucking otherwise analytics genius thinks – I should have a horrible shithead join our team. I go in there and I kick the phone out of his fucking hands. Has there ever been a guy who has dro- has more just like preposterous failures? Dwight Howard and Carmelo Anthony? What uh, what were you fucking thinking? You what were you thinking? He's been great in the Olympics and at Syracuse. That's it. Yeah. Beheim. And let's not forget, I got to look at the pop over and check out the YouTube comment section. Olympic Mellow. <laughs> That's one of my favorite ones ever. Shout out to uh, our boy Benangi. We can't forget, Mellow also wears gloves on the treadmill, which I saw firsthand. Yeah. Cut off the cut off like weightlifting Rocky gloves. I mean, it's just like he's not old. This isn't a physical situation. This is a mental. What is he? Thirty three. Yeah, thirty four. LeBron, the, the the guys from fucking his class, they're all doing like he's not he's not washed. I hate the whole wash thing. Dirk Nowitzki's still doing his fucking forty. He's not washed. He just is a shithead. He's just a shithead. It's obvious if you. And here's the thing. He's 34. Here's the thing, because I've there are still mellow defenders out there. Well, of course. And, and I was dealing with mellow defenders last year. The Rue Jews and the Stay Mellows with a L a seven out there. All you guys, you should actually legit kill yourself. <laughs> and and here's the thing: if you don't kill yourself, definitely stop watching basketball because you don't know what you're watching. Frano never forgets. No one. Who understand? No one who's ever been on a basketball court and understands chemistry between teammates thinks that Carmelo Anthony is somebody that you want on your team. Well, he's not. Well, at the end of the day, all you have to say is this: Who has he made better? If you look at these guys, if you look at team basketball, like the Warriors, like the Spurs, like LeBron, you know these teams that play team basketball, they make each other better. Who is LeBron? I'm sorry. Who is Carmelo making better on the Knicks, on the Nuggets, on the Rockets, on the Thunder? I know everybody wants to go back. Like, look, the, but the scoring thing is just like, 
em- empty points. It, it, it doesn't mean anything. Did you see the numbers? Oh, yeah, no, this, I, this was actually me. I was watching NBA TV the other day. They had Carmelo's numbers when he's on the court versus when he's off. Like the team's minus 10. Am I saying that correctly? Yeah. Basically, like they're 10 points less. He, because also, when he's what? on the court. Guess what? He's also a f- worthless defender. He's never made an effort to defend, ever. Not, not at one. L- look, you can criticize LeBron James for being lackadaisical on defense. That is strategic. He's absolutely positively saving energy because they're not good defensively. And, and the Cavs were not good defensively. And what am I going to do? Bust my ass all game defensively? And we're still not going to defend anybody? And then suddenly uh, I'm going to also have energy in the fourth quarter to play 45 minutes and fucking be the only offensive player on the court? That is a strategy. When LeBron James was 27, he was a fucking great defensive player. The chase down blocks, so guarding every guard, basically guarding the best player on the other team, regardless of what position he plays. Carmelo Anthony has been a worthless defender since day one in the NBA. Day one in the NBA, worthless defender. You know how easy it is to be 27 years old and playing on one side of the ball. You just that's it. You just take off one whole half of a fucking game. Steve Nash. You know, we, we're talking about Mike D'Antoni. Steve Nash was always criticized. Steve Nash can't guard anybody. Steve Nash physically can't guard anybody. He was me in the NBA. He's 6'4", Canadian white dude. He tried. He tried to defend people. He just couldn't. Now, that is completely different if you're making an effort versus a guy who's just not making an effort whatsoever. That's Tyson Chandler. Tyson Chandler's Effort and attitude have changed the fucking Lakers just by showing up and playing 14 minutes a game. Carmelo Anthony's attitude has ruined three, four franchises. Four. The only franchise he didn't ruin was the Nuggets because they got a whole bunch of fucking players in the Carmelo Anthony trade when he was going to be a free agent at the end of the season anyway because he needed to get a max deal instead of becoming a free agent that summer because he's a worthless Selfish shithead, horrible defender, empty scorer. As a Knicks fan, you look at the box score. I gave up watching because I was like, great. Oh, Carmelo Anthony's going off tonight. We're going to lose. Had 40, lost by 14. That was the MO of Carmelo Anthony's Knicks career. Well, you said it all, Joe. I don't think there's anything else to say. Yeah, Carmelo Anthony is the devil. About Melo. We're going to title it Carmelo Anthony is the devil. Let's move. Uh, and can I just say one more thing? Go because for it. I know that these people are out there. Please, please, if you're a Melo defender, slide into my DMs, fucking message me. I need to hear from you. I need to know the, that this lunacy still exists because so, this is a crazy world. It's a crazy world. And something about the fact that you guys are still out there, make, like, it makes me feel okay that where my life is going. That you think Carmelo Anthony has ever. Ever, ever been a worthwhile NBA player? I'd love to hear from you. Ruju, if you haven't already hung yourself, you fucking Google how to tie a noose. <laughs> At Ruju. I, I, I got to give credit to the Mellow defense. They all, they've all gone private. 
get kicked off YouTube for this episode. Uh, okay, before we move on to some baseball talk, I do want to ask you your thoughts on the Jimmy Butler trade. Um, look, the process is over, right? We're done. We're done trusting the process. Well, I'm gonna say my. I'll, actually, let me say my thought real quick. To me, it doesn't really matter. Like for who? J- just the the overall. I mean, I. It's the Warriors league. I, I'll just say this much because right now, sure they got better, right? And Minnesota got rid of a guy who didn't want to be there. And, and Minnesota was, won tonight. And was yeah, and was. You know, cucking all of their players, yeah. and so it, theoretically, it's a win on both sides. Um, I think a lot of people are losing focus because the nonsensical and probably completely fabricated rumors that Houston was going to give up four ra- that, like, when Houston was going to give up four rounders for Jimmy Butler, I was like, "Well, this is this is a bronze medal dumb idea behind only signing Carmelo Anthony and signing Dwight Howard." But this is, but Daryl Morey's made those ludicrous moves, so maybe he is. Maybe he's offering four first rounders. But in the end, I don't think that was realistic because what are are there people out there who actually believe the Timberwolves are like we're not sending him to someplace in the West? We'd rather take fucking Covington and Sarch and send him to the East than four first rounders. No one thinks that. That was obviously not a real deal. Well, I'll ask this. And there wasn't three first-rounders offered, and it doesn't sound like there was two first-rounders offered. Does Philly make the Eastern Conference Finals? Um, I mean, it's certainly not a sure thing. Maybe. Sure. But Toronto, Boston. You Milwaukee. Know, Milwaukee. Yeah. I, I guess it all, it all depends on their draw. I mean, could I see them beating Toronto? I know everybody, like, it might be my favorite thing ever. Look, Kawhi is a totally different player than DeMar DeRozan. But, like, you would think that Toronto Raptors fans would have learned a fucking lesson, right? Like, maybe wait until the second half to start fucking chirping about how great. Like, didn't we do this the last, how many years in a row have we done this? Where the Toronto Raptors fans lose their goddamn mind too early. Relax, guys. You were the one seed last year. How'd that go? Like, Yes, Kawhi is way better than DeMar DeRozan, but calm the fuck down. Um, I mean, I would say I would say it's 50-50 that, that the Sixers are in the— Did you watch Jimmy Butler's press conference at all? You probably didn't. No. He claims he drives a minivan. Well, he's a lunatic, so <laughs> I'm not surprised. Does he really drive— I mean, How about the— Was I he mean, trolling? Does have he you drive seen the Jimmy Butler gifts? Like, if you put Jimmy Butler in the— Like, they're all fucking super weird. Oh, weird as shit, yeah. bro. He's like fucking—I can't believe, you know, Joaquin Phoenix is going to play the Joker before Jimmy Butler. Like, <laughs> like there's gifts of him just like— a Fucking dead-eye fucking creep stares. Jimmy Butler, he—you know what he is? You know what he, you know what he looks like, especially now with his hair? Jimmy Butler looks like— Jamie Foxx, 1995, yeah. on acid. Yeah. Like, if Jamie Foxx was taking some drugs and was maybe getting into character for In Living Color, did you see a resemblance? Yeah, to- 100%. Yeah. Like, uh, Booty Call, Jamie- era Jamie Foxx. That was a great movie. <laughs> Buns. That was his yeah. character. Buns. Yeah. Classic. Yeah. Like, if, th- if those guys were side by side... From from Booty Call, which was probably around the mid to late nineties, it'd be like a doppelganger. Yeah. 
I think he makes both teams better. I mean, it doesn't make the Timberwolves better if they were getting real Jimmy Butler. But, you know, it's a good deal for both teams, I guess. Like, I mean, I think you should have been able to get more for Jimmy Butler. But, look, they didn't, again, they didn't turn down a better deal. I refuse to believe that. Did you see this thing that Derrick Rose is always at every awful leg injury? I mean, talk about is the devil. Like, maybe they like... Is you he actually this? Al Pacino, devil from like Devil's Advocate? Bro. For but add in all the ones that he's been a part of. Yeah. Like so, add, add like So so Levert gets injured and then awful. Did you watch it? No. Oh, it's bad. It's bad. Is he done done? Like he, he, said he might actually be back. I don't know how. His leg was going every which way. Right. And then somebody took a screenshot. Rose was there during Paul George's injury. Which was, a, like, that was on the national team, right? Yeah, the, the USA now. basketball team. Right. Gordon Haywards. Yep, because he was a Cav. And now Levert. Yep. And then, again, all of his own. <laughs> his his 14 knee it's like the injuries. Gr- it's like the Grim Reaper of, of leg injuries. Yeah. It, I, th- I feel like what it is is that... He's so cursed personally that when the like whatever deal he made with the with Carmelo Anthony, the devil, uh, to like be an NBA MVP, it was like, all right, but then I get to take fourteen of your ACLs, and he's like, what? Like, I only have two. I'm gonna fucking sign this deal. You know what I mean? And then he the the devil just shows up and is like, you still only got two ACLs? I'm about to take fucking this dude's ACL. All right, well. But these are like awful broken leg injuries, yeah. dude. Yeah, I know. Levert, Gordon Hayward. But I, I know the analogy you're using, but these ones, you can watch a guy tear his ACL. Is completely different than watching yeah. these broken legs and these broken ankles, these out-of-place things, man. I, but I wonder, too, like, I wonder if you cross-referenced, like, a bunch of, like, gross leg injuries like i wonder how many other guys like just happen to be there you know what i mean like you think you think jimmer Fredette's like randomly been in the building for like three gruesome nba leg injuries jimmer for that is he still playing in china i think so yeah i thought he was trying to make a comeback yeah i don't i don't think he's making a comeback because i think they're gonna add carmelo anthony to that team that team's gonna fucking dominate bring five straight championships to shanghai Hope you like dumplings and isolation basketball. Carmelo Anthony's coming to town. I'll tell you what, man. I could go for a dumpling right now. Come to, you got to come tomorrow night, dude. Tomorrow night's going to be Dumpling Bonanza. What time? I don't know, like 8? Go over to Mandrake? What part? What, what, La, La Cienega and Venice? What part of town is that? I don't know. La Cienega and Venice. I don't know, but like, I never know what part of LA that, I think that I think it might be like Culver still. Or is that Beverly Wood? No, it's like it's it's like it's just past Helms Bakery. We should hit up Guy. Yeah, let's if do he, it if you can make it for sure. I'll, I'll definitely hit him up. Yeah, I hate these jerseys. By the way, completely off topic. Yeah, they're like some specialty jerseys. I don't know what's going on with the Lakers jerseys. All right, Prano. I think we summed up the NBA talk. Time to get you in a better mood. Jacob Degrom, Degrominator, the goat. 
The, the riders got it right. At least 29 out of 30. Days. Yeah, that one guy. Poor fuck. I don't even care. Everybody was like, oh, you're going to go off on that guy? Like, no, dude clearly didn't watch Major League Baseball this year. I'm not sure how he got a vote, but good for him. Um, but people are already like, oh, I saw people putting out his email address and shit like that. Like, let this poor shithead who lives in San Diego. What do they call that? Doxing now? Yeah. I mean, he is like, it's the it's the classic San Diego guy. Like, when... When uh, deep sea fishing and surfing and ate a lot of tacos this year, didn't watch a whole lot of Major League Baseball. Um, yeah, great. I mean, I don't know. I, I imagine that there's been somebody in history that's gone full sweep, right? The the Pedros and the whatever. But twenty nine out of thirty first place votes. I I gotta say, I was nervous the whole year. I was nervous. I was nervous up till today because they didn't win any game. He only won ten games. But I'm not even worried about that. Like. You writers are idiots. Everybody's an idiot. You go go, go to me. Go to at MLB Twitter right now. This is this is just like a th- total theory. Go to at MLB Twitter. Open up the tweet that congratulates Jacob Degrom, and see how f- many tweets down you have to go before somebody mentions Nola or Scherzer. I'm going to say less than a dozen. Let me find the first one that announces it. Yeah. Fuck, go to anyone that announces it. I guarantee you, within 12 fucking tweets, somebody says Scherzer. And fucking is talking about, like, whip or some nonsense. Why don't I just go to this one? Great. I'm not going to go all the way down, because I don't know where they, you know, they tweeted a lot. I'll go to this tweet that says... Um, in the meantime, there's a hooker sitting in the third row of the Lakers game. we got to get us to a Lakers game. Oh, 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 here we are. So this tweet says, from start to finish, Jacob DeGrom was nothing short of magnificent Cy Young. That was at 7.02 tonight. Yeah. So it was after a few hours after it announced. We are one, two, three, four tweets in. Somebody writes, Nine and ten, enough said. Even though that's technically wrong, he was ten and nine. Right. So four tweets down, we have hate. Six one. Um. Yeah. So my point is, yeah, twenty nine out of thirty is actually far more of a majority than I thought, considering how yep. many. Four tweets later, many dumb should people. not have won. Only ten wins on year. Yeah. Yeah, anybody that doesn't think it is a hater or an idiot, he was the best. He deserves it. He's been the bulldog for the Mets for fucking years. He was the best, you know, in the World Series year, he was the best. He's he's the guy, and he was the most dominant pitcher in all of baseball this year, National League and American League. It, it should have been 30 for 30, but 29 for 30 – Better than I thought he was going to do. I was. Fu- uh, hold on a second. Let me hop in. This is the tweet from Major League Baseball announcing it today. Yeah. The first tweet. In response. As an unbiased Nats fan, I don't know if they're trolling or being a moron, Scherzer was robbed. Yeah, no, he's trolling. So, congratulations to Jacob DeGrom. Uh, I hope he's a Met for a long, long time, 
And look, I, I you watch him pitch. He's not young, you know. I think he's thirty. Um, but you watch the way he pitched this year. You you gotta think he's he's got a few more ridiculous seasons left in him. And I hope that that they happen in Queens. And congratulations to Degrom. What about Blake Snell? The first question I'm going to ask. Is he related to the Snells from Ozark? <laughs> uh, is that their is that their team name? Is that their family name? Who are the Snells? Uh, you got to watch Ozark, man. The Snells, the evil family that that fucking that the chick gro- that the, grows heroin. Oh. The, the older couple. Oh, uh, oh, right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've watched a few episodes. You haven't watched enough. You didn't get it, Joe. The, does the curly-haired blonde chick does she get Naked ever in the show? She is not. She's like the lead, like cute chick. She isn't. You're curious to see her naked? Yeah, because I saw her in something else. I forget what else I saw her in. She looks really young. She's not like a teenager. I know, but she looks so young. Yeah. Anyway, that's that's our hot take on Blake Snell. Well, <laughs> that's your that's your question. Is he related to the people on the Ozarks? I mean. More of what was the voting uh, on that one look like? There was more of an argument for other people, for sure. I mean, for Lander, Sale, but, you know, I'm fine with Snell getting it, too. Let's see here. His was... Okay, he got... Damn, he had a good fucking year, too, bro. Yeah. Where is the voting? It's fine. He got 17 first place votes. Justin Verlander got 13. It was pretty close. Yeah. But Justin Ver... So it was 169-154. Right. But Verlander gets the win because he bangs Kate Upton, so... Right. He ultimately is the winner. Do you want to talk about manager of the year? I didn't understand this. Sure. I didn't... I actually didn't see who got it. Let me... Can I guess? Um... It was very controversial when it was leaked. Oakland, yesterday. Bob Melvin, that doesn't. But they deserve. He deserved it. Yeah, they had the lowest payroll in baseball. Yeah, and uh, I mean Roberts didn't get it. That would be ludicrous. Uh, the Braves manager. Yeah. yeah, everyone's like, "How is Council not getting this?" Well, Braves, Braves were there like. They're there ahead of when they should be. Now they didn't fucking. Well, that's win a what play- everybody said. They didn't win a playoff series, but I mean, you could also argue council could have gotten it because they did go that far. But then they only made it one round further. They lost. Sure, but it's a regular season award. So, I guess. How many there. people had the Brewers winning that division? I think some people with the Cardinals and the I think some Cubs. People. I mean, Laz called it on our show. So at least some folks here at the Dirty Sports had it. Oh, I'm not well. saying we're better than baseball tonight, but if Buster Olin didn't call that shit, then fuck that dude. Um, Tim Kirchin didn't call it. No. <laughs> but, I, I I mean, you know, Milwaukee, I don't think it was near, like, it wasn't that much a surprise in the NL East either, really, because I think the Braves have a ton of young talent, but they just got there faster. Now let's see if they can... Keep it up. 
Well, I want to get to some very important baseball news. Dirty sports related. Okay. We learned this last night. Our dirt ball, Nick Yardley, is now the ticket operations manager for the AA affiliate for the Padres, the Amarillo Sod Poodles. And what is a sod poodle? It's like a prairie dog. Okay. This was big news, though. Why was it big news? Because when they decided to name their team the Sod Poodles, it's a newer team. Uh Uh-huh. It, it was everybody was talking about it in the sports world. Why wh- they were talking about the name sod yeah, poodle? It's just because I what, like it of what you just asked. Yeah. Nobody knows. They go, "What the hell is a sod poodle?" So, dirtball Nick Yardley, shout out to Nick. Down in Amarillo, Texas, they're the Double A affiliate for the Padres. Is the ticket operations manager, and I'll tell you what, Joe Prano. I decided last night when Nick slid into our DMs, he said he's going to get us some sod poodle gear, which I love much. Respect and shout out to Nick for that. We have to get ourselves down to Amarillo, Texas for a side poodle game. Absolutely. I was going to say we should throw out a first pitch again, but yes. in, but instead, I mean, yes. I mean, how in the organization? Can I just start in right field one game? Like, <laughs> <laughs> can I just? I mean, they're double A. Tim Tebow is going to be on the fucking Mets opening day roster. If uh, you know, if Will Farrell got to play in you know. 12 spring training games in one day. Can I just get, can I get one AB for the sod poodles? I've driven through. You know where Amarillo is? I don't know specifically, but I think I've also driven through. It's off 40. It's it's the top, you know, the top part of Texas. Yeah. So when you're going through Oklahoma, then you then you just hit Texas for not that long. So it's the top part, kind of middle of nowhere. It is middle of nowhere. We need to do some comedy shows. Toss out a pitch. Like you said, maybe you can play outfield. Maybe I can pinch hit. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> maybe I can so be, you get that bunt down. <laughs> maybe I can be the ball boy. Let me let me let me be the ball boy. Let me be the yeah, yeah, that special helmet on. So, yeah. Bro, give me that special helmet. I want a sod. One twenty six, one seventeen, Lakers win. Four in a row. Uh yeah. Exciting news though. I love dude, dude, I'm telling you, I don't want to say the dirty sports bump. Is real, but it's fucking real. This could be the beginning of of we everything just, for the Padres. We, and we just talked about getting in. You and I just talked when we went to the Notre Dame Navy game about getting involved with the minor league team. Yeah. We, we talked about it three weeks ago. Not even. And then suddenly a dirtball gets this job. I'm just saying we put it out there in the universe. You know how you talk about the Grim Reaper of... Knee injuries and leg injuries yeah. with, um, what's his name, Derrick Rose. That's like us, dude. We put it out there. This could be the beginning of everything for the Padres, though. Yeah. Maybe they bring back the Brown. It all, it all builds from the, from the sod poodles. I'm serious about going down there. I Let's go. Amarillo, Texas. Here we come. All right. Now that we got that out of the way, I do have to say... LeBron James, by the way, 44-10-9. and Is that good? It's a pretty good night. Yeah. Joe. There's, By the way, there's somebody on the internet going, Would have had 47 if he didn't miss his free throws. Worst free throw shooting goat, not my goat. And that person, I'm going to slit their Achilles one day. I'll find their address, and I will slice their Achilles. Oh, here we go. This is a good list, Andy. Come on. Most career points? He's going to pass Michael Jordan this year or next year? Next year. 
LeBron. He's, he's 800 pa- back, dude. He passed Wilt Chamberlain tonight as the fifth all-time leading scorer in NBA history. Man, 25 points a game, right? Well, they've played what? They've played 14 games, so they have 66 more. Let's do some math. And I'm pulling up the calculator because I can't do that in my head. Let's just say 66 times 25 equals, no, you are correct, 1650. So he will surpass Michael Jordan this year. I can't wait for that day of Twitter. I should start writing tweets for that right now. (laughs) (laughs) People are so, no, here's the deal. This is what I've learned through sports and through politics and tweets, all those things together. People have always been dumb. This country has always been full of fucking morons. But now we suddenly get to see those internal thoughts. Yeah, it's amazing. Like, I, my, my thing is, like, I, I just wish more people were open to changing their ideas. People just get so locked in. Wait, is this coming from you? Yeah. You yeah. think you're open to changing ideas? Yeah, I am. But also, I'm more often right than most people. You know? <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm more highly intelligent. You got you to listen to the Dent Report, one of the questions I got. Okay. Somebody asked, are you more right than it appears on Dirty Sports when you and Joe argue simply because Joe refuses to back down and is a better arguer than you? And I thought that was a good question. And I said that, you know, I've said this before on this show. How you be a brilliant lawyer because you always present. Well, your, you're right about that. You always present your case well and it's smart. And uh, I said you would have been a great debater if you ever did like a mock trial team or whatever. But I said that's an interesting question. And I, and I said also, yeah, at times it's like I, I, don't, I don't have the patience to just go back and forth with you. Right. But I mean, we've how many? I mean, we're, we're talking about LeBron James. Like, that's just a great example. I mean, how long ago was it where, I mean, you were just, you were angrily Team Jordan. And then, look what's happened. Well, you know, he's laid out, his legacy has continued, and you've watched him. All I said was, I already know, I was already right before, and it turns out I was proven right. Was, was, he, the, was he the better basketball player then? Yes. Has he proven it with all the other achievements and accomplishments that he's had in that time? Yeah, he has. You, uh, many people. Here's credit to you. You you took all that information that came out, and then you realized that you had been wrong originally. (laughs) A lot of people, or I just changed my opinion. uh, It's not a matter of right and wrong. Well, I think uh, you know. You know what it was for me, by the way. I think what a lot of people don't realize is like they set their opinion. It doesn't matter what he did, but. To me, it didn't matter what he had achieved at the time. I'm just basing on his actual skill as a basketball player. What changed for me what a lot, when it really started to change was basically four seasons ago, the 2015 finals. When he took guys like Matthew Della and who, who's, who's, give me another. Yeah, Timothy Mosgoss. Yes, I was going to say, who's Shrek's name? J.R. Smith. When he took those Amon guys. Shumpert. When those guys beat. The Warriors two games in the finals and his numbers. When well, he led the entire finals in every category. Yeah, points, yeah. rebounds, assists, yeah. blocks. Yeah, you just have to say, "Come on, like this isn't even a discussion here." Right, I agree. 
And you're right. People don't want to change. You know what will help people change? First of all, this is a shout-out to everybody who dresses like a slob. If you want to change, look how good Joe and I look tonight in our flag and anthem. Yeah. Game. I mean. I am the prime it, example. Yeah, it started there with you, too, you know? Like, I feel like you've, your whole life's come turn, turn around, you know? You now know LeBron James is the best basketball player ever. You, you're, you're dressing well. Look like, at me. Head to toe. I got the shoes on, the black jeans. I got my my Henley. I just, uh, you know, you talking about the shoes. Oh, yeah. I just got some fucking shoes. Show everybody on YouTube. Look at this. Show, show everybody on YouTube these. these amazing shoes. All right, I've currently got some new Air Max on, but I'm I'm looking forward to getting uh, some of these brown casuals on. Yeah. That. Those are going to look Woo-hoo. fresh. Those are some dancing shoes right there. That's right. They have uh, they have like a flannel inlining. Dirt balls. Fancy. Look how great we look. Joe's got all these great clothes over here. You can look just as good as us if you go to flagandanthem.com and drop promo code DIRTY. You get 25% off. Which I say it every time. Our our strongest promo code even. 25%? A quarter? Come on, man. A quarter of your purchase you get off. Yeah. Just off. First purchase. If you haven't used that promo code yet, use it now. Order big. Go big home. Get some Christmas presents. Yes. Right. Yes. Get some fr- get some fly gear for Thanksgiving dinner for Christmas. I mean, just think about all the shit that you have to deal with when you go home to your family for Thanksgiving. Show up in some fresh flag and anthem gear. You don't have to be a good person. You don't have to not be a booze hound. Just look respectable. And then when your parents go to sleep, you take down 40 Miller lights. You know what I mean? But at dinner, look sharp and some flag and anthem. 25% off. Just go to flagandanthem.com. Drop promo code DIRTY. And you know what? I'll just say it. It'll help get you laid. And if they send you a screenshot, they get a koozie, right? Is that how that works? Yeah. Send me a screenshot. No, you don't just get one koozie. You get two koozies. Can I tell you, I know we have such a full show, though, but speaking of the koozies, I have to tell you about the post office the other day. Okay. That Venice post office. Well, first of all, every post office in America is a fucking disaster because it's run by the government, and the government is a bunch of fucking idiots. Yeah, I said it. So the, the lever to send packages or letters, whatever, if you don't want to deal with them... If you have the postage already, it was it was locked. So I show up. I had like 10 different packages of koozies to mail out, but I also had to get stamps. So I was just going to watch everybody walk in and try to get it, see if they could get it because I couldn't get it. There was a line out the door. Three different women come up. People were like, what is happening here? Like this is locked. Then finally some dude walks in. And, and I said, this is, this is ridiculous. And he goes, he lets the whole post office here. He goes, yeah, because they're all run by, f- this place is run by fucking idiots. And I start laughing, and I'm like, oh, boy. And he's New York, <laughs> total New Yorker. And I go, I go, yeah, you're right. And he goes, you know how I know this? He's, he's making sure everyone hears him. I used to work at the post office for 35 years. Lowest IQ possible if you work at a, if you work at a post office. And I'm like, holy shit. This dude is just firing shots to the workers who are trying to ignore him when they can totally clearly hear. Then he goes in some fucking rant about how he was a manager. He's like, dumbest fucking people. He goes, see that thing over there? See that? 
People can't even send out packages. And he goes, I know you can hear me. You're ignoring me? And he goes, by the way, that mailbox outside, it's been full. You can't even open it for two days. You're a lazy fox. And I'm like, this guy just came in. I love it. He's right. To cause chaos. And they were too scared to acknowledge him. Yeah. It's, 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 I mean, I, you know what? I'm just going to skip it. I don't, I don't need a fucking government job rant right now. It's too, it's too, it's too much. But then his best part is he goes, I want to fire everybody. And they, all those workers at the post office said, you can't, it's union. You know, it's all union. New yeah. York, I worked in yeah. Bronx. He goes, dude, he was like a straight up Italian dude. He goes, little did they know, my cousin was the union rep. That's amazing. <laughs> I, he goes, I fired all those motherfuckers in one day. Got That's a whole incredible. new staff. Love this guy. Yeah. I actually went back. I had to go later that day. Because Dirtballs, you've been great about sending me uh, promo codes. I went back later that day to mail more koozies. Four hours later, it was still locked. <laughs> I'm like, can just nobody send now out... Now they're pa- just doing it out of spite. Yeah, can just nobody send out packages yeah. today? All right. We have to talk NFL. There's lots going on. Before we get to the games, we got to discuss all the other news. First and foremost, Le'Veon Bell. Yep. Not playing in 2018. All right. I guess. I think it's a smart move. By him. Yes. I've thought about this. Okay. Here's why. Well, he gave up what? 14 and a half million. Okay. But he obviously could have potentially gotten hurt. And he's going to get a big contract somewhere. Yes. But is it going to be from the Steelers? No. See, this is the thing, though. Especially the running backs. What if he goes to a shit team? Well, and then he doesn't. I mean, it's funny you should say that. I can pull up the betting odds as of now. He goes to a shit team. They are, they're and then shit they're teams. not as good. And then he only gets his fucking. Let's say he gets. I don't know. Let's say he gets. I, I, by the way, not not playing this year on a franchise tag. I totally understand. You you don't want to just have, fucking have fourteen million dollars and that's it. But like. Let's say he gets a $30 million guarantee, and then he goes on a shit team, and then he gets fucking cut, and then that's all he made is $30 million. You know what I mean? He'll which, get more than is, 30 Okay. Because Gurley did. These are the teams. He's not Gurley. You don't think him and Gurley are on the same level? Are him and James Conner on the same level? Football man is like... it. You, where you play and the quality of your team and how good everybody is is a big factor I agree. in how fucking good you are. I agree. Well, let me just pull up the odds then. And again, this will change. This will be a fluid process. Right now, it's all shit teams. The odds to land Le'Veon Bell in 2019 are the Jets at plus 300, the Raiders at plus 500, the Bucks at plus 700. The Eagles, well, then you have some decent teams, so I stand corrected. The Eagles at plus 700, and the Packers, which I would love to see, at plus 750. Imagine him with Aaron Rodgers. Yeah. That'd be fun to watch. But here's why I think he's smart. Well, at least in the sense of he shouldn't have come back halfway through the year. Here's why he's smart. He's an unrestricted free agent now. The possibility for injury, had he come back in week four, week five, whatever is so much higher. Yeah. So 
what he did, I think, was smart. You either sit out the whole year or play the whole year. You don't do this in the middle, in between bullshit. Well, I think also him come like the way Connor's playing, him coming back, if he did like if he doesn't achieve at that level, now teams start going, is he that good? Or are the Steelers that good? I think Le'Veon Bell gets Let me ask you something. If next year the Raiders throw ninety five million dollars at Juju Smith Schuster, would you just fuck would you just would your head explode? Yeah, he's not worth that. He fucking seems like he's worth that, right? Well, again, he's surrounded by good players. Right. It's it's the same thing. Like he put himself in a tough situation when he waited in this when he waited, you know, had he come back in week two, I mean, we've seen it before. He comes back, the, the somebody holds down the fort for a while. I mean, we're fucking ten weeks into the season. James he comes back and he goes for ninety yards in the first game. Should they go back to Connor? I think he made the right move though. I mean, I, I honestly I think the right move was taking the deal they offered him originally. Not the franchise tag. Oh, 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 yeah. We'll agree on that. Yeah. That that was the right move. Once he fucking passed on that. We'll agree on that. Yeah. I know exactly what you're saying. I'm not, I'm never going to fucking say that this guy's dumb for sitting out when he, don't, why would you plan a franchise tag? In the and, NFL, it'd be, it'd be ludicrous. And if you're out there and I see these idiots, talk about Twitter idiots. Talking about he quit on his team. He's selfish. Dude, the NFL doesn't give a single fuck about him. Exactly. NFL owners are the definition of selfish. So this whole thought process that Le'Veon Bell is selfish for looking out for himself when the owners will cut anyone, and I mean anyone. You think of Aaron Rodgers has like a devastating injury to his arm that they give a fuck about him. But as a running back, I believe Le'Veon Bell played four years at Michigan State, didn't he? Yeah. So there's miles on him. Sure. I still think that the fall off in the NFL for a running back happens really fast. I don't know if you just want to just be another year older. I still think the move was taking that original deal. I think that's where his agent fucked up. But what if he gets forty million in guaranteed? Well, what did he get? What was his original offer? It was less than girly. Right. No, it's significantly less than girly. But like, he's not girly. Yeah. I mean, as I, far I, as stats go, he's not Connor. Right? That's just facts. But let's talk eye test. Yeah. Who do you think is a better running back? Le'Veon Bell, I think, is a better all-around running back than James Conner. Look, do I think that? Yes, because Especially I watched it, Le'Veon Bell do it for a while. Yeah. But if if I had watched Le'Veon Bell for, do, for one, like, James Conner's been fucking really good. No, I know. It's been great. A lot of running backs come in the league. Everybody thinks they're going to be fucking great. Then they ain't shit. And like, oh, God, like, what happened? 
It's like it's, it, it's easy to be a good running back when you come on, onto a team. The fucking offense is in place. You got a quarterback. You got receivers. You got they have a fucking fantastic offensive line. Yeah, yeah. The eye test. Le'Veon Bell is a little bit more dynamic of a player, but like I don't, I don't love his chances of being in the league in five years if he signs with the Jets. I mean, him and his agent, and I'll put this on his agent. They took it. They're taking a huge gamble on this. He just, but he just wants his, he just wants his big bonus. That's what he wants. Now the question is, is he going to get a bigger bonus than he got offered the first time around? And if he does, how much? So much so that mm, it'll balance out if he gets cut after three years on the Jets because the Jets fucking stink. Guess we'll see. Dangerous game. Yeah, I know it is. Also, the running back boom is happening. It the, really is. The, like I, I would, I would have, I would have wanted to get involved when they were handing out fucking running back contracts. Who knows what's happening next year? Well, let's get to the games. Let's do it, Joe. You have an arrogance about you still. It's amazing. I see it on Twitter. You're down 10 games now, man. I don't even have an arrogance about me. You think I'm just going to melt down? I ha- I, I do. I have trust that there will be some Andy Ruther. My, I actually have a lack of confidence in myself. I'm going to need to have some weeks where I make it up, even if or when you falter. Well, I'm do- look, here, here's the thing. So I'm confident that there's going to be... A meltdown week. We have seven weeks. Now it's just a question of can I make up the difference? I have not had a meltdown week yet. I agree. In 17 weeks in the season, everybody's usually good for one or two meltdown weeks. Yeah. I've somehow managed to not melt down through 10 weeks. Right. So I think it's going to be cl- like the idea of how close to me. Now, I was putting out bets and you were not accepting when you had seven, eight, ten game leads. So now it's like, how late do you go in the season where I'm down 10, 10 games where I'm I'm accepting, you know, potential bad bets for myself? What do you mean, but the bets for like who? last week? I was off. I offered you a fucking loser doesn't watch the Super Bowl if they swear you're you're up fucking eight games. You passed. I was up seven. No, I didn't pass. I accepted. You didn't accept that bet. Are you on drugs? The the bet was loser couldn't swear for four weeks, and then you're like, we got to talk about this. Yeah, I accepted but- it. I shook your hand. Go back and listen. What? Yeah. Okay. Well, then if that's the bet, great. It's a pretty easy bet. The loser just can't swear. Yeah, and if they do, they can't watch the Super Bowl. Yeah, I accepted it. Are you sure? I'm positive I did. Okay. If I didn't, hop in the YouTube comments, guys. Let us know. As you know, I black out during these shows. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I accepted it. Pretty sure a handshake even happened. Okay, so the Packers are at the Seahawks. Yeah. Thursday night. I already know who you're going to take. The Seahawks are three-point favorites. Why, you going into stall mode now? No, I already know who you're going to take. I mean, I'm 100. You're clearly taking the Packers. Not only am I taking the Packers, I think the Packers win that game. I'm going to bet money on the Packers to win the game. I if you ask me, I've said it the whole year. I don't think the Seahawks are that good. I don't think the Seahawks are a playoff team. I don't think the Seahawks are going to win nine games. I don't. I'm not sure how I feel about the Packers, but I have a feeling that the Packers are going to be like 
Whether or not they make the playoffs, I feel like there's going to be some noise around them in week 15 and 16 and 17. For that to happen, they have to be even in the hunt. I feel like I have to bet on my boy Russ. You don't have to do anything you don't want to do. Well, he covered for me last week. Yeah. You bet against him. Yep. I gotta I gotta I don't I don't want to, but I'm going to. I'm gonna put my money where my mouth is with my boy Russell Wilson, who will I'm looking to count for this one, be a Hall of Famer. I'm ready to say that at this point. Wow. I mean I've never seen a disproportionate love of one athlete than your love of Russell Wilson. I truly like it's truly I've never, remarkable. I've never to me. seen so much disrespect. You called him a top five NFL quarterback. He is. It's crazy to me. What's crazy to me is when you say things like Odell Beckham Jr., the fastest to five thousand yards, and then I come back and say, well. Russell Wilson joins Dan Marino and Peyton Manning as the only quarterbacks in NFL history yeah. to throw for 20 or more touchdowns in their first seven seasons. So do you think Russell Wilson has the most touchdowns? You think, you think the most touchdowns through the first seven seasons go Marino, Manning, Russell Wilson? Or do you think that Russell Wilson had 21, 20, 22, 25, 20? What do you think? He led the NFL with 34 last year. Right. What I think is this. You would take, like, honestly, right now, you're like, you have a, you have a game to win. You're taking Russell Wilson over Phillip Rivers. Yes. It's ludicrous. Yes. It's ludicrous. There's, that's based in nothing. They're actually very similar. Bruno, I've done a lot of homework on this. I've broken down the numbers over here. They're not very similar. But they are. No, they're not. They are. Because the the, the reason they're not very similar I'm talking their first seven seasons. That's all yeah. I'm talking about. The first seven seasons, they're dude, they're literally on par with each other. And, and you know where they're on par, too? They both had great teams. Let's not forget, Phillip Rivers, when he started, when he, started yeah. he had some like stacked teams, bro. Just like Russell Wilson. They're very similar. It's fine. We don't have to do this again. But the numbers speak for themselves. After seven seasons, he's basically on pace with all the guys who are going to make the Hall yeah, of Fame. And after 20 seasons, Phillip Rivers is going to make the playoffs again. And in year seven, we're just, it's, just a tr- it's just going like this. You're buying, you bought high and you're going to sell super low. The Seahawks are trending like a fucking anvil. They're down this year. They were down last year, but I always think they can they can bounce back. That's all I'm saying. The same way the Chargers have. This doesn't mean I don't like Phillip Rivers. His numbers speak for himself. He's a great quarterback. Well, I'm glad I'm glad you're buying in on Russell this week. I'll take I'll take Aaron Rodgers. Against the twelfth man. Seattle. You know what the twelfth man is? And I commented with some of the Rams fans. They're all laughing about this. It's all hipsters, bro. Every Seahawks fan at that game last week, it's like white dude with like blue hair, tattoos. Yeah, I mean, that's Seattle. All hipsters. Yeah. All their fans. All right. Next up, we have... <laughs> oh, I can't wait to talk about this. The Cincinnati Bengals travel to Baltimore. The Cincinnati Bengals. What's the spread on this game? It's currently not available. 
because they don't know if Flacco or wow. Lamar Jackson is going to start. It's been unavailable for the last wow. few days. Okay. So I don't know how you and I – I know this always sucks when this happens. We have to just pick a game. Is that how we do it? Yeah. I mean, I'm not sure. Like, look, I'm not – I'm – No, we should get to wait. Sure. Okay. Because that's going to affect my pick. Is it going to affect yours if Lamar Jackson starting? Kind of, maybe. I'm, I mean, I'm a Flacco supporter, but maybe not. I don't know. Well, let's get to the big news out of Cincinnati. Yeah. I mean, first of all, Cincinnati, what a dumpster fire game last week. I mean, they got fucking pissed on, which we'll come back. I want to talk about that Saints win because, well, we'll get back to quarterback stuff when we talk Saints, but... Um, that Bengals. I mean, they got they got actually urinated on at home. Yeah, and then they followed it up. We talk about. I mean, their stadium is on fire, and they're throwing gasoline at it. I thought this was an article out of the Onion. I thought it was just a Photoshop. I didn't even think the Onion would. I don't even think people would get it. Let me just read the headline. The Onion does, like, fucking sarcasm. Ex-Browns coach Hugh Jackson going to work for friend Marvin Lewis. The the AFC North is the Underground Railroad. (laughs) Hugh Jackson has been hired as a special assistant coach for the Bengals. I got to read some of these quotes. These quotes, my phone was on fire from Cincinnati people. You, You know what? His role as special assistant is, right? What's that? Um, he has to walk out on the field first and hope that people think he's Hugh Jackson. So that, that think he's Marvin Lewis. Oh, okay. So when people yell at him, like, fuck you, Marvin, you should be fine. Basically, he's just got to go out there and take Marvin Lewis's booze. He's like mini-me because he's yeah. a lot shorter. Yeah, exactly. He's mini-me. Listen to this quote from Marvin Lewis. I have a great comfort level with Hugh and his ability to assist me with the day-to-day responsibilities on defense. What? including analyzing our opponents and helping me on game days with the players and defensive coaches. Which So the Bengals, just so people know, they after that loss, they fired their defensive coordinator. Yeah. So Marvin's, going, Marvin's taking over the defensive part of the game, which that was always his specialty anyway. I don't know why he wasn't right. doing it anyway. That's, that's what made his name for himself. This is what Hugh says. I'm pleased to have the opportunity to join the Bengals. There's a lot of talent on this team. I look forward to doing my part to helping finish strong this season. I mean, Browns players were tweeting? Because the Bengals play the Browns twice still. Marvin would not say one thing. This is where this is where it gets really funny. He kept being uh all fucking like coy. When asked Monday how he would handle the additional defensive play calling duties, now that the, now the defensive coordinator is fired, Marvin smiled and said, I've got a plan. When asked about Jackson joining the staff, Lewis laughed and said, Watch and see. <laughs> what is happening? It's unbelievable. You want to hear a call from a Cincinnati fan? I, sure. Do, the, the, my, my, Marvin Lewis is kind of a fucking dick at this point, though. Like, how do you let your... Didn't they fire their offense coordinator, like, earlier this year? No, they fired him last year after the fucking whatever. When they started shitty. 
So Marvin Lewis just like Mr. Throw guys under the bus. Dude, you stink. You you haven't won a playoff game. How many fuck how many who's next? It, it serious question. Did he hire Hugh Jackson so that he can fire Hugh Jackson when they lose a game? They're like, dude, you already fired your coordinators. He's like, well, now I'm firing my special coordinator. <laughs> like, you can't hire dudes just to fire them so that we don't fire you. He's like, well, I just did. He's like, Hugh Jackson's like an intern. It's like when we get Shabelli, you're like, well, you're fucking fired. Dude, put on these headphones. I'm gonna play this call. This is from uh, this is from our boy Stolzy. He DM me. He goes, "Don't play it." But it was such a natural reaction. This is basically him learning. The Bengals have hired Hugh Jackson, and he instantly called the hotline. He goes, "Don't play it." But I'm like, I'm thinking in my head, dude, I have to play it because it's just so natural. So shout out to our boy Stolzy back in Cincy. K K K K K K K K K K K K. Losing his mind. Fuck Mike Brown. Fuck Marvin Lewis. Fuck Hugh Jackson. Reverse racism is bullshit. If you want a job and you live in Ohio, come to Ohio. If you if you're black and you coach football, oh my god, this is worse than when Marvin predicted the Super Bowl. Oh my god, I'm gonna. Oh my god. That's all I got to say, Ruther. Oh my god. <laughs> you can't even talk. Dude, here's my thing to Cincinnati fans. I don't know how many times I'm going to say it. I mean, did he not want you to play it because he started by saying KKK over and over? He couldn't even talk. And as you yeah. said, he goes, he goes, I call it. It was just gibberish. Guys, living in Cincinnati, I, I don't know how many times I'm going to say this. You, you just can't support the team. Like, just don't go to games. And I can already tell, no one's going to games. I, so I've seen empty seats all season long. Don't go to games. Don't support them. Mike Brown is the worst. He literally is the worst. Any any organization who's tried to thwart him and get rid of him, somebody used to pay for kind of like our San Diego sign guy. He used to do a flyover, yeah. like fire Mike Brown. He like went to FAA and the guy got like <laughs> the guy like had to pay a big fine because he broke you know code of where he shouldn't have been flying. Like the guy's guy's an asshole. I kind of want to see the Bengals make the playoffs, though. They're not going to. I know. But I almost, like I said, if they if right now they would have to go to New England and lose by like 30. Right. So do you want to make a bet on this game? Or are we going to say who we think? Uh, I mean, if you want to wait, I'm fine to wait. Okay, I'll wait. All right, Carolina at Detroit. The Panthers are four-point favorite on the road. Yeah, Detroit fucking stinks. Uh, I, I've been, I've, Detroit's burned me too many times. I'm going with Carolina. Yeah, Detroit does fucking suck. But is this a trap game? Could be. Although, pff, Panthers, talk about a fucking trap game. Yeah. They got their shit pushed in by the Steelers. Yeah. I mean, I tweeted MVP, MVP, LOL. Like, we're, that that campaign's over, right? I think so. God, part of me wants to take Detroit, though, because it's a home game. I just, the problem is, I don't know anything about Detroit's defense. Matt Patricia, bro. You love Detroit. 
Fuck it, I'll take Detroit. Yeah, this is now we're having a fucking week. Tennessee at Indy. Tennessee's looking good. They are two and a half point underdog on the road. I'm going to take Tennessee. I think they win. I think they can win that game. I'm just wondering. My my thought about this is: is it? Does this division get tight suddenly? Uh, Tennessee's what? Five and four. Well, the division already is tight. Right, but I'm saying if they are five and four, and Indianapolis is four and five, and the Texans are six and three. Yeah. If the Colts win this game, they're both five and five. Yeah, Tennessee's five and four. Yeah. You're right. I mean, they're all there. Yeah. I love ten I really like Tennessee. Where is it? Go. It's in Indianapolis. I'm gonna take Tennessee to cover. I think they just straight up win the game. I know, but fuck. Colts are kind of sneaky offensively dangerous. The Colts can put up points. I mean, big letdown game after the fucking big Monday night win and the big Pats win. I'm going to take the Colts. And wow. I, and I like Tennessee, and I'll be rooting for them. I'll be rooting against myself because I want Tennessee to win. I uh, like Tennessee. I like Mariota. I like I like Vrabel. I like their style. We got a lot of different picks this week so far. Yeah. This could be your week, Joey. All right, Dallas at Atlanta. Even though they won on the road impressively in Philly. Even though they won on the road impressively in Philly and the fucking Falcons got beat by the Browns. Killed. Vegas has no faith in Big D. The Falcons are three and a half point favorites at home. I know. Really makes you wonder. I know. Uh, the Fal- Fuck the fucking Falcons, man. That, that's another team. They've been burning me since fucking Tivas. <laughs> I fucking uh, the Falcons are the, uh, like that team has fucked me so many times. They fucked me in the Super Bowl. They fucked me in the playoffs last year against Philly. They fucked me in the first year with fucking Tivas. They the have Falcons love to fuck me, man. Yeah. And you know what? Here's what's gonna happen. I'm gonna fucking take Dallas, and then fucking Matt Ryan's gonna go for five thousand yards. So I'm gonna let fucking the Falcons keep fucking me in the ass. And I'm gonna take the Falcons. I was gonna take the Falcons too. Yeah. I, I just see a letdown game for Dallas. Because they're not very good, and it turns out Philly's not good. I mean, the NFC East is fucking... Talk about a dumpster fire. Can I change I'm mine, start, actually? I'm starting to think that the Giants might still be in that division. Can I change mine? Sure. You're going to go with Dallas? Oh, I don't want to pick Dallas. I mean, Dallas isn't good. I'm going to take Atlanta. Okay. I just saw a comment from YouTube. Did I miss Prano destroy Goldberg yet? Prano has not said a word about Goldberg. No. Well, I mean, are the Pats on? The Pats don't have a bye, right? We'll talk about the Pats when we get to. We'll talk about Goldberg when we get to the Pats. The Pats do have a bye, actually. Do they? Yeah. Should we talk Goldberg right now? Yeah, let's talk Goldberg right now. I don't know. First of all, uh, it was sad to listen to Matty Goldberg. <laughs> He like is fucking wanting to kill himself. Obviously, I have a theory. I I have a couple different theories. One, I think Goldberg wants me to destroy him because 
I like low key. I think he might want to kill himself and like have me actually take a rap for telling somebody to kill themselves. Like low key, I'm like, if Maddie fucking offs himself, does he want to ruin my life in the process? Also, he put a ton of words in my mouth, like the things that I've shit on him for over the years and the things that I would attack him about that I would never attack anybody about. Now, what I think such as such as like hey, my sister fucking thinks I'm an asshole, like my family hates me and I should fucking I'm like, whoever said any of that shit? And thank you for defending me. The last time I was there, I was doing fucking, you know, I'm, I'm a goddamn moving man. I'm fucking moving yeah. like couches and uh, beds and shit. And he's still sleeping on the couch like a fucking homeless fucking retard that he is. But here's what Maddie has to do. Okay. Maddie has to face some facts in life. The fact is, the New England Patriots are a bunch of cheating fucks. They always have been. There's, there was never a time where they weren't cheaters. Guess what, though? That doesn't change the joy that Maddie felt when his cheating fucking team won the Super Bowl. He also has to face the fact that his girlfriend fucking sucked. She was kind of a bitch. She didn't thank his fucking sister after living free in the basement for two years. Motherfucker, you can order meatball fucking sandwiches on goddamn Uber Eats. Stop thinking about killing yourself because somebody's not there to make fucking sliders for you. We're going to get you fucking strippers. Come clean your apartment. You're worried about your Super Bowl party. You fuck. Come to grips with some shit. The past cheated and your girlfriend fucking sucked. Didn't change the joy that you felt from both of those things, but move on with your fucking life. Pats are probably still cheating. Your girlfriend's probably sucking some other dude's dick. Accept it. It's over. Move on. You're probably better off that she's fucking gone. So uh, enough with the woe is me garbage. It's like a fucking excuse to like, it was, it was sad to listen to. He's coming on the show and I want him to end me. I don't, fuck, I don't want to end you. Just grow up. You want me to make you fucking sliders, bro? You want me to, bring me, you want me to make meatballs for the Super Bowl? I'll make you fucking meatballs. And if I'll, you stop complaining about the girlfriend. And I'll say, come on. Italian guy over here, I bet he makes much better meatball oh, sliders. My, fucking, my grandma's meatball recipe is unfucking matched. <laughs> I mean, I mean, the thing is, is like, he, like, he, and then he's, you know, like some things, Maddie goes at me. The reason Maddie, the reason I always go over the top at Maddie is because Matt, I only say facts. The, New England Patriots have been caught. We're not just caught cheating. They were caught cheating and punished and then caught cheating again. Like where there's fucking smoke, there's fire. They were cheating the whole goddamn time before and after. That's how that fucking works. Okay. They were cheating. They were fucking cheating. He's he'll be like, Joe Namath is better than fucking Eli Manning. You're saying that to set me off. I don't do that. I'm not trying to diss you. I call it as I see it. Your girlfriend was fucking kind of a cunt, and the Patriots have always cheated. Accept life and move the fuck on. Now, if you want to troll me and say Eli Manning is trash, then be a troll. I'm going to keep it real. Keeping it real with Joey No Chill. You know what will make Maddie feel better? And I know it's already made you feel better. Getting some of those... Amazing products from Grove Collaborative. I mean, 
Maddie's got to order from Grove right now. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And so, His so, basement's so, a disaster. Yeah, so that the nude maids have something to use when they yeah, come yeah. over. I don't think they bring their own equipment. No. I think we should get him some Grove. It's a B corporation that is changing the world, and they can change Maddie's life. One step at a time, Goldberg. You should try this stuff out. Prano's been using it to clean the floors. Hardwood floor cleaner. The bathrooms. Yeah. Bathroom cleaner, shower daily shower spray. Ah, it's great. And they use natural products. All natural. Organic, healthy. Not cutting down the trees using their stuff, are they, Prano? Nope. Guys, here's the best part of all this. We have an amazing deal running with Grove. I have been using their toilet paper on my bottom. That's right. I'm a buttocks. In the morning, get a nice fresh wipe. Guys, if you haven't tried Grove already, you need to stop to shop today before this deal runs out. For a limited time only, Dirt Balls can sign up and get an amazing free, guys, I'm going to look in the camera for this one, free 30-day supply of Seedling Grove's tree-free paper towels, toilet paper, and tissues. I have all of those. Also, a free 60-day VIP membership and a surprise bonus gift just for you when you sign up and place an order of only $20 or more. You get all that stuff for free just for signing up and paying only $20 or more. So check out Grove at our special offer at grove.co forward slash dirty sports. That's grove.co slash dirty sports. And I will have that in the description. Once again, if you send me a screenshot, Guys, if you have a lady, she'll love Grove. Yeah, my lady does. I can tell you that for sure. Exactly. Maddie, if you want to get a lady, yeah. use Grove. No, I can't because you see, I must. Uh, that's the other thing with Maddie. It's like the excuses. Ugh. I can't. I can't. Like, it's hard to listen. I'm like, I can't because of this. I can't. Maddie loves to say he can't do some shit. Just sleep in your bedroom. Grow up. Say the words I can, right? Yeah, man. Like, God, it's just, it's all, it's, he's so woe is me. You know, Andy, there's a guy, there's a guy who used to listen to the Kooks podcast, rest in peace, Kooks, uh, Tyler Turner. Okay. I follow him on Twitter. He is a, he was a skydiver. He had a skydiving accident. They had to, they had to amputate one of his legs. And for the last like two years, he's, been trying to rehabilitate his other leg. Now, after two years, they're taking his other leg off. He's going to have both legs amputated, and he's still tweeting about, like, we're going to go surfing, Prano. I'm going to spray the shit out of everything. This dude's got to have no legs. Matty Goldberg's like, eh, my left hand's numb. I can't fucking do comedy and talk to people anymore. Like, jeez, the fucking excuses. Grow up. Get some fucking Grove. Right? Get some Harry's Razors. Get some Flag and Anthem. And get some Order t- some meatballs on Uber Eats. Except the fact that the, the Patriots are cheaters. And get some topless maids. And just, come on, man. Turn your life around. Well, and we're here to help. You know that. You know that, Maddie. This all, it, it comes from love. Sometimes you need tough love in life. Man, this shit got real. Let's get back to some games. Your Giants are at home against your Fitz. What I is, know. What is Prano? You talk about me watching Russ in L.A. 
Who are you rooting for, Prano? I mean, I'm clearly rooting for the New York Giants. Fitzmagic? It's a... Uh, Which kind of ended last week. Did it? I didn't watch I didn't watch much of that game. Three points. But they, they were moving the ball, right? I mean, their defense only gave up 16. Yeah. Um, I, they just throw the ball so much. I actually, I'm going to take their bucks. I think, I mean, the Giants, they look, they look decent. They look decent. On Monday. How's that stadium, by the way? It was fun. It was cool. You know, the one thing I'll, I'll say about the, the stadium, um, like when they do these new stadiums and they do it right, the views are really good. Like we're, we're up on the third, we're up in the 300 section and there was just like these huge like walkways outside where, you know, you go to the bathroom. There's never a line at the bathroom. There's never a line for fucking beer. There's never a line for food. Uh, we we breezed right in um, through the through the doors, and it was like a good view. Yeah, yeah, it was it was fine. Like there wasn't anything particularly special about the stadium. What's it? It like was just well designed. That far away because it's in Santa Clara, right? Yeah, but whatever. It's still like you know, it's not like there was not Niners fans there. Sure. It was still, you know what I mean? Once you're in the stadium, it's yeah. like. God, now part of me wants to take the Giants. I I just think I could just see Fitz carving them up. I'm going to take the Bucks though. All right, Houston at Washington. Oh, this one I already hands down know who I'm taking. I just do not see Houston winning seven games in a row. They are a three-point favorite at Washington. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Washington to win the game. Yeah. Yeah. So we both are. Yeah. All right. Pittsburgh at Jacksonville. Pittsburgh's a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Yeah. And I'm taking Pittsburgh. Jacksonville's done, though. Yeah. Rematch of last year's, what would that, would that have been, divisional round game? Yeah. All right. And Denver at... So you're taking Pittsburgh as well? I'm taking Pittsburgh as well. Denver at LA Chargers. Ooh, interesting game here. Big spread, I bet. Seven-point Charger favorites. I'm taking the Chargers. I like the Chargers right now. I've been saying it. Here's the thing about the Chargers. Think about how much better they'd be with Russ. I don't think they'd be any worse. I don't think they'd be any worse, Joe Prano. I think the Chargers could beat any team on the road in the playoffs. Any team on the road. Any team. I'm not saying they they will or they, they could go to Pittsburgh. Yes, and beat win. The Steelers. I think they could go to KC. Win. I think with a veteran quarterback, they have some good young, skilled players, a good solid defense. I think the the. God, I, I have to say it without saying San Diego. The L.A. Chargers could beat any AFC team on the road. I mean, it's not, it's not they out have of the that possibility that they could have a home game. No, it's not at all. But is that really a home game? Right. I like the Chargers, man. You don't think they could go into Pittsburgh or Kansas City or New England? Um, I think New England more so. I know fucking Matty Goldberg is like fucking, you know, hanging himself in his the bedroom he isn't sleeping right now. I just thought of it. But like 
I think I think the this is I think the New England I don't think this is New England's year. But um and Kansas City with a you know essentially a rookie quarterback and with all that uh Andy Reid has done to struggle in playoff games. But like I don't know if I see San Diego going into Pittsburgh and winning a road game. I do. I think it could happen. I'm going to take them this week, and so are you. All right, Oakland at Arizona. The Cardinals are a a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Well, they showed me something uh, last week against the Chiefs. Five-and-a-half is big, though. Big. Um, It's in Arizona. I mean, Oakland is just straight-up tanking. Yeah. I'm gonna take Arizona. I, I I mean I can't believe I'm saying I'm even saying that I'm gonna take a five and a half point Cardinals I, favorite. I'm but. gonna have to as well. I just don't see Oakland. I just don't think they're putting up a fight anymore. Okay, Philly at New Orleans. The Saints coming off uh, that ass whooping in Cincinnati. I know you have something to say about that. Are eight point favorites. Well, here's what I'm gonna say about that before I make my pick. We have dealt with. The psychotic Drew Brees fans this year when we made our top five claim, uh, not top five claim. I I will repeat again before I say this, before a Millie fucking, you know, goes on a meth bender and drives here and fucking stabs me. But like, oh, I love Drew Brees. I've always liked Drew Brees. I like Drew Brees since he was at fucking Purdue. Drew Brees fucking surfs. I'm a Drew Brees fan. I'm sick of hearing that doesn't have the fucking weapons bullshit that I hear about fucking quarterbacks who don't get it done. I'm sick about hearing that doesn't have a fucking defense bullshit that I hear about quarterbacks that don't get it fucking done. Here's the bottom line. He's got Kamara. He's got Thomas. He's got a fuck. He's got Ingram. He's got a fucking defense. You don't play in the Super Bowl this year. That that argument's fucking over. You want to you want to you want to jump Elway who has two. You want to jump Peyton Manning who has two. No more fucking excuses. Here it is. How much better of a backfield do you want? How fucking good of a receiver do you want? I, I, like this is it, Drew Brees. I like you. I'm rooting for you. But for you, Drew Brees fans out there, this is how it works. So you're saying if he doesn't win a Super Bowl, then this is what everybody's been saying. Fair enough. I mean, oh, he never had this. He never had that. He never had this. We never like. He's got the pieces now. He's got the fucking pieces. When like that is what when I talk about Russ, okay, you go. No one's talking about Russell Wilson's a Hall of Famer without his fucking Super Bowl right now. And let's see what happens. Let's see what he does when he doesn't have that shit. But Eli Manning, Matty Goldberg was sitting in this seat fucking last week just on a Eli Manning is uh, uh, should be dead and buried train. He did it with the 17th fucking defense and the 27th defense. He did it with fucking Ahmad Bradshaw and Brandon Jacobs and fucking Steve Smith and Kevin Boss. And fucking Victor Cruz, who's a fucking undrafted. Come on. 
Well, those guys did rush for a thousand yards that year. Yeah, but Jacobs and Bradshaw. Right, great. And look, they've had fucking guys there yeah. that had that capability. I, I'm just saying, I like Drew Brees. I'm root. I like the Saints. I'm rooting for him. But this is what we're talking about. Well, look, when you when you sit there and you fucking cry in your gumbo that we're disrespecting Drew Brees. Here it is. Man. He's got fucking everybody. Something happened. He's got everybody. What, hap- what, no. hap- what happened in the last what ha- week? No. They dominated the Bengals. They've got it. Ingram's back. They're looking good. They're looking good. Come with some bullshit excuse now about the Minnesota miracle. You lost to Case Keenum in the playoffs. That's what happened. I'm laying down the gauntlet. Win a Super Bowl this year or you Drew Brees motherfuckers could shut the fuck up. Oh, man. No chill is back. That's it. What about for MVP? He's the MVP right now. Over Mahomes. Yes. He's the MVP right now. Yeah. So, and guess what? If he wins it, it'll be his first. So, you want to to jump? You psychos out there that want to come at us because we said he's not a top five? You fucking lunatics. Because we said he was sixth. Because we said he was sixth behind guys with multiple rings, multiple MVPs. Okay. Win one MVP. I can't disagree. And win your second Super Bowl Look, or shut your fucking mouth. I can't disagree with what you're saying. I really can't because. And I'm rooting for it. Yeah. They're, Great. Fu- they're fucking amazing Jump to watch. Jump into the top five. I can't disagree. With what he's saying, guys, and especially the fact that they did beat the Rams. They do have a better defense right now than L.A. Even though even though L.A. on paper has better players defensively, we all see what the Rams defense is doing. I think Prano's got a point. Odds are... They're, but, but again... They're going to finish with the top two seed, they, they most likely. You go to the Super Bowl, you lose to the Steelers. Where where do you stack up against Ben Roethlisberger? You go to the Super Bowl, you lose to the che- you lose to the Chargers. Where do you stack up against fucking Philip? I'm just saying. You want to be unquestionably with Brady, Rogers, Elway, Montana, Peyton Manning. Here's all the fucking weapons. Here's the defense. Here's the buy. Here's home field. Win it or shut your fucking mouths. That's it. That's fucking it. I'm I, look. I'm rooting for it. I hope. I hope it happens. But man, I don't. I don't want a single fucking reply if Drew Brees isn't holding the Lombardi this year. And you'll get him though. Well, why is he having it? Because all you motherfuckers do is talk about fucking Colston. And fucking Jimmy Graham and a shitty defense and blah, 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 blah. It's like, dude, who, your, your boy Russ, people fucking tell him, oh, he doesn't have any fucking weapons. There's plenty of guys that didn't do it with fucking weapons. When, when Aaron Rodgers wins the Super Bowl, what, who are we talking about? Donald Driver? How did he do it? How did he not win five with Donald Driver? Well, I think there's, that's the reason there. I mean, you're, you're talking about Aaron Rodgers. Arguably the best of the best. Yeah, exactly. You just—that's why you just—that's why you can't put him, Breeze, in that 
that whole sphere of that level of playing quarterback. Great. Join the sphere. I'll tell you what. Take it. Take take John Elway's fucking five spot. Or take fucking Peyton Manning, who won two, take and has all the records. Do it. Take it. But don't forget those guys made other Super Bowls. I'll tell you what. People have bad memories. Joe and I have talked about it. I don't think people know. The year the Packers won, the Packers... I believe went were like six and six, and they had to win their last four games. And we're a wild card team. They're a wild card team. They were the sixth seed. They were the sixth seed. I don't think people know the injuries that he dealt with. Like he was on like second, third string receivers, going in just upsetting people. I'm gonna say it again one last time because you motherfuckers down there drinking hurricanes and fucking eating, you know, church's chicken, or whatever the fuck, you know, Bo, Mr. Bojangles down there. Losing their goddamn minds. I'm rooting for it. I love Drew Brees. I've always been a Drew Brees fan. But goddamn it, shut the fuck up if he doesn't do it. Well, who do you have covering the spread? The fucking Saints. I do too. All right. Your Sunday night game. Minnesota travels to Chicago where the Bears are two and a half point favorites. I'm going to take the Bears. I'm taking Minnesota. I'm taking the Minnesota Vikings to win that Ooh. game. Oh. Upset pick. I think that I think that uh division's gonna get spicy. I can see it. Them. I think the Packers are I don't know if the Packers are a playoff team because they have a tough schedule down the stretch and they started off shitty. And Mike McCarthy's a fucking nipple. But um, I think they'll be in the mix. Yeah. They'll cause some mayhem. All right. And the Monday night game, which I am really trying to go to. I'd like to go to that as well. As I mentioned earlier. I think it'll be a lot of fun. I'm taking the Chiefs, by the way. What's the spread? Three and a half. Now, Cooper Cup... Oh, I hate this. I think I think the, the Rams are going to feel that effect. He's gone for the year. Yeah. He shredded his knee. We, we watched it live. And uh, I knew it. I knew when it happened. It wasn't good because he couldn't walk. He couldn't wa- They couldn't walk off the field without help. Dude, people are so dumb. Like, I'm watching the game, and I'm going, he's, he's done. He's done. The, just the people in our section. I'm like, guys, he's not walking. Someone is helping him walk all the way to the locker room. Yeah. He's fucked. Hey, look, I'm taking the Chiefs because everything that we've said about the Rams defense. I'm taking the Chiefs, too. And just the the explosiveness of that Chiefs team. Yeah. I'm not saying the Rams don't win. They might win. That extra half point for me is is huge. So those are our Week 11 picks. Uh, Quick update. I have received some DMs about the dirt ball sit-in. Ooh. Foreigners. Wow. People, people, somebody from Ireland was like, is the flight? I'm like, dude, I'm, I can't, I can't, I'm not paying for your flight from fucking Belfast or wherever. Uh, some foreigners slid in my DMs. Other people slid in my DMs. Looks like now I might have to decide then. I am going to the Toyota dealership on Friday to start looking at cars. I mean, the thing is, is like. So this is happening. There's five seats, but that doesn't mean there can only be five people. 
well, first of all, we need my car needs to get an alternator replaced so it can move. We need to figure out where to put it. I let me well, put what's her name? Karen's gone. I think we do it right here. Oh, bro. Karen's gone. She's been replaced with uh Tashira. Oh boy. Doesn't sound good. <laughs> Black woman from fucking Brooklyn. Just saying. Sounds like the post office. <laughs> She's a nice lady. Yeah. But she can be putting up with that shit. Uh so anyway, guys, yeah. And I also thought maybe I should do a raffle off too. The dirtball who bids the highest gets to get gets to uh put whatever I want on my license plate for my new car. <laughs> I like it. A vanity plate just says like cuck. <laughs> I wonder if they I wonder if somebody already has cuck in California. What'd you think of my opinion on people wearing different jerseys? I mean, I've uh, I think I feel like I've made myself clear on that. Wearing the fucking wearing the wrong gear to a game. It's, Prano, it's stupid. I had dirt balls defending themselves in my DMs. Well, they're stupid. I do this every fucking Super Bowl. I I rewrite my tweet or I retweet my tweet. Don't be the guy that goes to a fucking Super Bowl party in a jersey of a team that's not playing. Don't like. I don't know what the what is the argument. And, like, I'll, let me tell you what the what. Let me tell you what the only argument that I imagine and how fucking stupid it is. Like, can I just be a football fan? Yeah, you can. What does that have to do with anything? Like, well, I took flack also for the hat thing. What hat thing? You know, I ran in about that too. I was saying I'm not going to a Dodgers Giants game wearing a Reds hat. I mean, like, look, it's like a little bit less aggressive, but like, just plan better. Like, I went when we were in Chicago. I wore a White Sox hat to the fucking Cubs game, but it's like I was there. I had bought a White Sox hat. Yeah, and like same city. Yeah, but. Like, you know, if you're just wearing a hat at a game, like, because you don't have it. But, like, here's the thing. Don't make a conscious decision to show support for another team at a game where they're not playing. Yeah. You're an idiot. It's stupid. Don't wear a jersey of a team that's not playing to the Super Bowl party. Don't be that guy. It's like, this this isn't even, like, an opinion. This is just a rule. Don't do it. It's stupid. I, I I took a picture of it. Like, I have a video. Look at this cuck. That's my girlfriend. Hold on. Well, as you look for that, I want to say, we did get a, I did get a DM from a dirt ball. What do you want to call it? Do we call it the Cheddar Dick Cam or look the Look at cuck this Cheddar cam? Dick. I mean, look at this person. At the Niners-Giants game. A fucking Josh Norman Redskins jersey? How much? And look at this. He looks like a fucking dirt ball. Look at this fucking, look at this. He's wearing like a fucking jacket tied around his waist and shorts. He looks like he's Ugh. in fucking high school. I think we call it the cut cam. I mean, what do you think? Uh, great. Works for me. Can you tell me any of the arguments f- f- you want, in favor you, of this? Do you want me to read one? Yeah. And I want you to read their at name. Oh, I don't. Oh. Why? They're putting it out there. Well, these were. Um, pro- I'm signing into the DMs. Oh, so you put it out there in a real pussy way. A cuck way. Yeah. You're even cucking on Twitter. All right, I'll read one of the DMs I got uh, from one of the dirt balls. Let's see here. God damn, I get a lot of DMs. Okay, I'm not going to reveal his name. You're a cuck. I am? Yeah. Okay, Max, sorry, bro. <laughs> I'll just say his name, Max. Does it count as Cheddar Dick Cam, for instance? Let's say I went to Packers Dolphins yesterday. 
Since I'm a Bears fan, I wore my Bears jersey. Ah, fucking, this is Max Scheneker. Yeah. I know exactly who this fucking yeah. cuck is. Because, and then every, this was his rationale. Because then everyone knows I'm, I'm cheering for the Dolphins to help us out in the division. I wrote, cuck. I wrote, yes, cheddar dick. <laughs> not sure what part of my rant you're not following. Yeah. It's and, then he, and then look, it's this stupid back and forth. And then he just starts confessing to shit. You want to know what the answer is? By the way, do you want to know what the answer is? Then you're a Dolphins fan that day. That's what you are. You're a Dolphins fan. You're rooting for the Dolphins. Be a Dolphin fan. You're, who did you go to the game with? A Dolphin fan? Borrow a Dolphin hat. When I went to the Super Bowl at Matty Goldberg's house last year, I wore a UCLA Bruins baseball hat. Why? Because it's the same B as is on the Boston Red Sox hat. Why? Because... Every time I wear it, people go, you a Boston fan? I go, no, it's actually a UCLA hat. Fucking grow up and learn about hats. But in, <laughs> in this situation, I was like, I hope for the confusion. I'm rooting against the Eagles. I'm rooting for the Patriots. Get it. Borrow a Dolphins t-shirt. Yeah. There's just no excuses, guys. There's no excuses. None at all. Yeah, there's pictures of me. I hate the Dodgers. There's pictures of me in Dodgers fucking hats. On the internet, me at a Dodgers game rooting against the Braves. Yeah. Grow up. It's just not it's just not okay. And again, I repeat, just don't like don't wear your Lions jersey to the fucking Super Bowl party. But if you find somebody who does, make sure you tweet at us at the Dirty Sports. You want to do that, by the way? Go to the All-Star game. Yeah. Go Hasht- to the Pro Bowl. Hashtag I'm starting this. It's hashtag cut cam. Great. We have our own cut cam. Yeah. We will put people on blast, and we will shame people. This is what All-Star Games are for. We're all, wear any jersey you want to the All-Star Game. Well, even, if we're, even if you don't have a representative. I think that's the episode. Wear your son's jersey to the NBA All-Star Game. We powered strong. Coming up on two hours and nine minutes. Yeah. Well, I had nine minutes of telling Maddie to <laughs> stop being a cuck. <laughs> Ah, uh, get better, Maddie. <laughs> get better. He's fucking fine. What is he getting better about? But that's the point. Like, heed your advice. This isn't about me taking sides. It's about like we all gotta fucking we all gotta deal with shit. But that's life, right, Prano? That is life. It, I'm glad you brought that up because. LA's on fucking fire. Malibu burned to the ground. Man's like, oh, who's gonna make sliders? Get some fucking perspective. That one city is completely gone. Paradise? Yeah. That town in Northern California. The whole state's on fire. Literally doesn't exist. Yeah. You know you know another wildfire broke out in San Bernardino last yeah. night? Yeah. It's it's ridiculous. All right, well, guys, follow us at the Dirty Sports. Again, give me some love with promo codes. You get koozies in return. That really helps out the show. Follow me at Andy Ruther. Send me pictures using the cut cam. I need to get those Instagram followers up. I, I lost some Instagram followers with my election shit. Oh, yeah. What'd you, what was your election shit? I post, I just posted some of my tweets on Instagram, and I, I, I literally watched my followers drop. Talk about cucks. 
People can't handle it, man. They can't handle the truth. That's all right. What's up with you, Joe? Uh, at Joe Prano on Instagram. I don't know if I lost any Instagram followers, but that's where you guys can go to raise it. Uh, JoePrano.com for shows. Affix for Life on Twitter. And I just talked about the wildfires. The, this wildfire situation is fucking ridiculous. Driving the 5, driving the 101. Um, I left the one. I, I went up the coast on Thursday and drove up the 101. No, nothing. From the time it took me to leave here Thursday morning to get up there, the 101 essentially closed behind me, and the whole fucking area went up. It's nuts. So here's what I'm going to do. Um, send me a screenshot of, you know, you. I know you can text donate. Send me a screenshot of, you know, if if you live in California, if you, you know, bring the, they need water and beef jerky and granola bars. Or um, if you go on any animal shelters, anything, any sort of donation, anything that you do for the wildfires, if you DM uh, a screenshot to me on Instagram or Twitter, I'll send you back a promo code for Joe Prano Takes a Stand so that you can watch it completely free. You shouldn't really need um, a reason to donate to this shit, uh, but I'll give you one anyway. Free comedy. Um, just slide into my DMs with any sort of donation toward... Uh, the fires that are going on here and we'll give you some comedy. So yeah, do that. Good. Do it guys. Yeah. It's wild. Yeah. I talked, I talked about on, on uh Den report and obviously we weren't affected down here, but like you, when you walked outside, I mean, but like, we don't even know that. Like, I mean, obviously no, we didn't lose our, places and whatever but like yeah the fucking smoke is crazy the whole way down the five even today the entire state of california is covered in smoke i went running in mountain view the other day i got back i was all fucking feeling all weird and i was like i probably shouldn't have done that that was pretty stupid um you know there's animals that are fucking everywhere it's like yeah you know shelter an animal give to an animal shelter send an old animal blanket whatever you got um, you know, I mean, uh, look, our president's a shithead, obviously. So he had a shithead tweet. Let's let's you know, let's do the opposite. Let's yeah, give some money, give some time, and uh, and I'll send you some comedy. Perfect. Takes two seconds, dirt balls. All right, guys, enjoy your weekend when you're hanging out, sitting on Twitter by yourself. Or maybe inviting over a lady or a gentleman. Don't forget, condoms are for pussies. <laughs>